0: Right, yeah. Trying to get some adjustments here. Good morning, everybody. What's happening? This morning's with Matt and Bob, powered by Chewy. We got D2, E Boogaloo. I don't know, he's got so many names. We're gonna talk to him a little bit later on, but not yet. We gotta keep him contained. We're gonna get some potassium in him, he's eating some bananas. <laughs> We're going we're gonna to get him shored up and then we'll uh, unleash uh, D2 Electric Boogaloo on you. But you got to wait. You got to wait for it. When you got something that good, you got to you got to keep it under wraps for a while. Uh, yeah, we're just here to make your morning a little drier and a little nicer on the way in. What we got to do today's starting lineup, so you know the players taking the field. So you can match the names with the faces with the voices and all that stuff. The man straight ahead the hardest working man in show business ladies and gentlemen, a heavyweight champ in everything that he does. He goes balls to the wall in everything he does. Whether he's looking for shoes, looking for a fresh taco from a taco truck. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, our producer, please say hello and give your respects, your props to Mr. Chewy El Dorado. Hey! Thank you very much. Hey. Feels good, The man to my right has had so many accomplishments in his... uh, his, uh, Well, he's got a long way to go. He's about halfway through. He just made the turn after nine. And he's, uh, you know, he's ready to hit the back nine in life. Mm. So we're about halfway through his evolution, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Former star of episodic television. Stand-up comedian, ladies and gentlemen. And something to be respected. He is... uh, He's one of Austin's great storytellers, in fact, he's probably Austin's greatest living storyteller at this point. I can't think of anyone else out there doing it. He's doing it to it, ladies and gentlemen. Please put your hands together for the marvelous Matt Bearden. Thank <laughs> you
1: hey, for the introduction, sir. What's with the laughter? Nothing to laugh about. Wow. Wearing his uh, off-color bear's cap that caught a lot of attention yesterday. He zooms in in every day from uh, just outside of the city. But his heart, he leaves his heart in the city every single day. It's just his body that he's got to take out. And a lot of us have to do that now for whatever reasons. He's had a million uh, jobs and job titles. He's worn a ton of caps. But the one that keeps calling him home... Is Radio Man. <laughs> and that's why he is a member of the Texas Radio Hall of oh, Fame. Yeah. It's multiple awarded here in this building, yeah. awarded outside of this building. Oh. He's bowed down to as he walks through the halls. And ladies and gentlemen, yeah. he has a special place in your heart and in your mind. He's there for you every single day. Honk. And we appreciate that. He's the progenitor of the Bob Fonseca's Rock and Roll News. And he's your go to man. It's Mr. Bob Fonseca, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, thank you gentlemen. very
2: much.
0: I ran into another radio great just a moment ago in the hallway. Um, Mr. Todd Jeffries.
3: Oh. Is it Jeffrey or Jeffries? I don't know. Because I think, I think it's Oxtail and not Oxtails.
0: Yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I never know where he's coming from. Oh, he's... I never know if he's trying he to get genuine? to know me or mocking me. He has that... Uh, That's his one quality. That's yeah, his superpower. Like, I don't... I don't know... Like, I feel like, as he's talking to me, he's scanning the credit cards in I my wallet. You know what I
3: mean? Like, I don't even know. Why are you?
0: I think he's scared to be himself. I don't know. Anyway, uh, maybe I should go to lunch with him after all these years. I
3: had a great lunch with uh, the Bearden band yesterday.
0: Bearden clan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd you say it. that as if I wasn't there. We. We. That's had right. Great- we. The The entire team went out in the rain. Sitting under a,
3: again, and sitting under a lean to, disappoint,
0: and eating fried tacos.
3: I think the grease is the key. I they push know. it to the limit, and, but they don't. Oh, I pushed it to the limit when I got home. What does that mean? The toilet bowl limit? I don't know.
0: I, no, no, I have no issues. That's actually pretty good stuff. I'm surprised.
3: I would, I would think, surely it won't hit again. You know. No, it was it's all tasty. food,
1: so it doesn't uh, doesn't mess with your system. It's all yeah. food. It's all good. It's
0: just a little disconcerting sometimes when you turn that taco a little sideways in it.
3: Pretend it's pizza. That's what
0: you want. <laughs> even even when pizza does that, I'm a little suspect. It's like, yeah, what kind of cheese are you using there? That's good stuff right there. That is like good that stuff. Is. It was tasty. That's good for And planes. I'm still going to stand by, and I still haven't had the chicharron, but I'm still going to stand it's by It's the best one. I'm yeah. going to stand
3: by the, but I figure this that's is... fried on fried. But this is a symbolism in in your life, right? This yeah. is not
0: There's nothing wrong with that pastor. It has all the flavor, sure.
1: Except that the chicharrón's a little bit better. But and you're missing
0: I, out on. So. But the, I feel like that the the um, the, the meat in the uh, the pastor is fried too. You I have mean, to it Still bring, has a
1: little crunch to it. Folks who are anglicized, you have to bring them along truly. You know, my father even who grew up in the valley. Said, "No, nah, I'm just going to do the bistec." And I was like, I'm telling you. That's a mistake. I'm telling you. The pork is the, the better. And he goes, yeah. "Nah," And he ate two. And then I said, just have one. He's like, uh. And then he tried one. And he's like, oh, that's... And on the way to the car even, I was like, yeah, that the pork's the better taco. I was like, yeah, what? Yeah. Why would I lie to you about that? Nothing wrong
0: with the steak uh-huh. over there, but it's just no, not No, i not tried the them form. all. I've yeah. tried
1: them all, and I can tell you which is the best. Not as much flavor.
3: Is this... This and, isn't his first taco truck. I thought y'all grew up in it, Brownsville.
1: We did. But he just decided that's what he wanted, was it
3: and I was like, Okay. I'm a fan of Ray Beard. Ray Beard and picked up the tab. That's why I'm the biggest fan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all it takes. I was like, you know, there's the Perries just about a half a mile from here. I don't right?
2: <laughs> He goes he
0: goes, I, in the beginning he was like, I'm gonna, he goes, I'm gonna pick up the tab today and I go, Well, there's a Perry's right down the
1: I didn't even hear right that. There. I was ordering like crazy. I was going to pick up the tab, but he came in there with that. He came in there with a card that his card had some heft. You know yeah. how you and I have our cards that We uh, have a little ladies, plastic card with the
0: bank logo yeah. on it. He's got one of those metallic. And I don't even know if it's metallic. It's a metal card.
2: I'm just oh, realizing. Oh, a big thick one?
1: Yeah. Ooh. I'm just realizing as uh but it was good. We ate family style yesterday. Cuz Nepo baby walks in here, I'm just realizing he... Nepo baby he appeared in one of my dreams
3: last night. What?
1: It happens. Top yeah. or bottom? Uh, he had back to back auto accidents. And I was trying to help him. <laughs> I was trying to help him out of it. he, had, what he did
0: you give him? Thomas he Jane Henry's he number. He an accident, and then while he was
1: trying to correct and move his car for the auto accident, he had another accident, and I was trying to help oh, him. Oh man! Yeah. But he also. He also used the reason I even started chatting with him is that he used a bunch of uh, clay to create some resin. They looked like fossils, and then he was burying them. What on a those kind of the edge of this river thing? Uh huh. And I was like, "That's actually hilarious." Right. And uh, he was like, "Yeah, no, I want people to find these and get really excited, and they'll realize that they're it just it's just Wha-
2: dust."
3: What? Yeah. How do you picture him in his outside life? I don't know.
1: Bob knows him outside, right? That's his. Well, no, I just saw him and I was, well, you, you, I'll be honest with you, you started as somebody I knew from college and then you morphed into when I went to go tell you about, oh, I, I, st- I stayed around and listened for these guys who found some of these fossils. Yeah. I stayed around and I went to go talk to you, but at that time you had changed to who you are now. What did that have to do with the car wreck or the well, two car that's, wrecks? That's when I was like, I didn't know, I couldn't find you. And you were like, well, I had, to, I just had this car wreck. And uh, I was like, oh, I can help you fill out paperwork for it or whatever. And you're like, okay. And then you're like, well, I guess. And I was like, oh, you need to move. You can't just leave your car right and here. And then boom. And, it, 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 and then he, he started moving his car and he had another wreck. <laughs> and um, he had a third wreck later on in the dream. But at that time, I think he would morph back to the. Man, your dream world is. Uh, well, I've got a lot of tacos in me, dude. It's something, yeah. Uh, I literally am shaky. I almost just killed a human being. And by that, I mean. A, a person on a motor, on a scooter. Huh. Um, I was I'll getting... probably dressed all in black, as people like to do in the night. Well, I'm going. I'm getting ready to get on the freeway, so I guess. And I'm a. I believe you should be going the speed of people on in traffic when you yeah. are on that ramp. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm doing 65, and the one lane over, there's a. a I, th- I don't remember what it was. Maybe an Outback or something. And it's probably going thirty, and all of a sudden it just cuts in front of me. Mm -hmm. And when it cuts in front of me, I'm like, "Well, I can't slam on my brakes." Right. I'm gonna maneuver. I'm gonna go over to the lane. I don't know. I have no idea even why they just. I think, guess, in my mind, I guess they're getting on the freeway. Yeah. But so I immediately start going right as they're coming left, and I realize they were just going thirty-five behind someone on a scooter. And when I pull over, I'm like, "There's Uh. a scooter going no miles an hour." that I'm going to crash into, and I just nailed the brakes and somehow went in between the two vehicles before I, you know, slowed down it enough, like that a, makes y- sense.
0: Yeah. I wish you had a, a dash cam. I'm I glad I did. I don't, don't want to be reminded because it, horri- it was horrifying, I've, dude. It was really road. horrifying. When you think about almost hitting somebody, I don't know how many times out where I live, there's somebody out, God love them, they're out there working out and jogging, but why they wear all black in the middle of the night and think that you can see them in your car with all the reflections that are going I don't on think the windshield can and everything it's like
3: afford the reflective gear that i don't i don't know even if they
0: have a light on their some of them carry flashlights it's not a guarantee you're going to necessarily
3: see them i don't know I don't, if i'm walking around at 4 or 5 in the morning right here i'm not one of those guys that cares about safety a lot yeah um right certainly don't care about mine i mean you know. You're really living on the edge, walking around.
1: Well, this person had a tail light, so it, I, I mean, I just, you Steals know, though. couldn't have been that big. I wasn't expecting a yeah. car to pull in front of me for the reason being that they were had slowed down because they didn't want to hit, hit somebody on a scooter going I don't know thirty miles, maybe maybe thirty, maybe twenty five on a. You got to keep that
3: on the uh, access roads here, right?
1: Yeah. Well, I don't. I felt like I shouldn't be on the access road at all that's my opinion wow
0: this access road here in front of the station is faster than the, the actual highway, oh, highway. Yeah. yeah you ever always. try to pull out of here at around noon yeah don't do it it's I just like, stay here
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah I'm gonna I'm nice. gonna spend the night because I'm not gonna I can't get on the road it, it's just like it's uh it's like the beginning of f1 you
1: know like lights out it's uh it's it no, it's uh yeah anyway it's wet be careful. I don't know why I'm telling you to be careful. Not I you think should. I'm do trying you're a to say that. To announcement. It. I'm trying to calm my own self down or whatever. Hey, will you do me a favor? Yeah. Will you do, we tell people about clear choice. You know what? And then uh, just take of, 60 seconds. It's so one of float the. Float it. Float it, as they say. It's one of the great. It is Quick Click Boom time. We go through the Quick Bait so you don't have to. And today, part two of our educational series The Things You Don't Know About the Amish. You know, I, here's the thing a lot of you out there are driving you. in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. And because we have a no handheld devices law in this city, you're not really supposed to pick up your phone and look at it. And how often have you been driving in Austin and thought, my God, what are some of the things I don't know about the Amish? Like, it probably happens, what, twice a day, three times, four times a day?
3: If I'm not thinking about the Roman Empire, yeah.
1: You're thinking about the Amish. Mm -hmm. And, And I... I said to you guys, what's something we can do for the community? And both of you very quickly were like, we should let the people know about the Amish. It's probably killing them out there. And I said, you're right. We also really make
3: learning fun.
1: Well, we're infotainment.
0: You know, we we not only entertain, but we inform.
3: If we had been your
1: teachers, none of you would have dropped out like you did. No, you'd be hanging around after Mm -hmm. school. You'd be like your boss and just working from home right now. With air quotes around working, but no. Uh, Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Here are uh, five more things that uh, you didn't, that you never really knew about the Amish. Uh, The Amish find loopholes. It it turns out that the Amish are not that different than us, uh, and how we react with our own religions. Uh, They find loopholes.
3: Okay. They're just going to do it anyway.
1: You know how you're hugging the toilet, and you go, "Oh God." Oh God! If you just let me get through this, I promise I'll never drink again. That's something that people have said, and then they do drink again. And they go, "Well, I think that mm-hmm. th- God understands that that wasn't like a oh. that wasn't like a blood promise." They that was lied a, to the Lord. It's a thing I said under duress. Uh, the Amish can use vehicles sometimes if they have somebody else drive them. We talked about mm-hmm. Amish taxis yesterday, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, old Order Amish will avoid all the technology they can, but New Order find creative le- loopholes. Electricity, for instance. Uh, the reason Amish don't use electricity is because it comes from the public grid. And uh, and to use it is to literally tie yourself to the outside world, right? Right. It's, this, it's a strand that comes in from the outside world, and the whole point about being Amish is to close yourself off. You can't put anything in between it, like a filter or something? Well, well... Or can you use a generator? That's... See, remember... The electricity that comes in off the grid is just one type of electricity. Off-grid electricity has been accepted by many Amish as not being the same. Solar? Yeah. Yeah. Or wind turbines Mm or... I think generator, too. You're not connected. I think they'd probably just use a lot of... uh, Probably you could burn the mustaches they're not growing that they shave off. Mm -hmm. You could burn that and create enough heat to turn a turbine or something. Uh, you can find propane-powered forklifts and hydraulic saws in Amish businesses, uh, power tools that operate with battery power, pneumatic tools, which skirt the issue of power altogether. They even have uh, telephones, but they keep them out in a building like the barn. They say as long as it serves the community or their way of life, the Amish will adapt necessary as necessary to many things. So it turns out there's less rigidity in the and this is only the new order Amish right i saw that i thought this was a silent I disco shave show my mustache every day i'm through being cool
3: Y'all oh, I that's was, Devo. I could have joined if y'all did one of the hits.
1: Um, that's Blue Monday. I feel like you should know that one.
3: I don't uh, know any new order Amish
1: only gets schooled. Amish only get schooled. Uh, until the eighth grade, uh, the Amish work uh, the rest of society begrudgingly. They're polite and friendly with outsiders. They don't want to sacrifice their beliefs, but because of this, Amish education is very limited. Amish children go to school until eighth grade, and then that's it. Hmm. And the reason is, is that if you were to go to school any longer with that haircut, you know you're going to get your ass kicked. So they got to pull you out of school yeah, before school be before adult. the punches get really. How do you apply for a university? Or college now, Bob. The Amish don't go to university or college. There's no need for that. You're in service to God. You don't. Do you think you need to know how to write a five paragraph paper in order to be in service to God? I don't know. I didn't know. Do you think you have to know how to build a empty beer can pyramid to be in service to God? They got to have some engineering skills. That's they, the build those, they build
0: those. They uh, build those. Those uh, fake fireplaces, right?
3: Oh, they did that.
1: Yeah, yeah. But your your dad teaches you that. Oh. You don't need to go to some woke university. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some woke university mm-hmm. and learn about a thousand genders. Mm-hmm. We're Amish. We're Amish. All right. The butter is life. We hope you, yeah. We are only. There's only one gender. When do you go on your the under gender? The other gender is completely subservient. That's the thing. we oh. right? Amish, remember? Right. Get in there. All right. Weave us something. Eighth grade.
3: You can stay on Rumspringer until you're like fifty, right?
1: No, I think Rumspringer is only two years, and then you have to make the decision: are you are you in or are you out? What's that? Is that the walkabout they do? Yeah,
3: yeah. they don't call it walkabout,
1: though. They call it Rumspringer.
0: Yeah, you and go, that's where you can go. You can let your you can let your
1: freak flag fly for a couple years. You go nuts. You. Uh, Girls put it in all their holes. Uh, dudes do a lot of weed, Man, and then they figure out. I don't
3: think, I don't think they go that far.
1: I bet you some will come you, back.
3: Have you not watched any of those shows? Is that a documentary? The, there's so
1: many documentaries and shows about the Rum Springer. It's odd too to see like girls who are 19 that don't have any
3: teeth. Why is there not a Discovery Channel? There is. I TV think there was on TLC. Didn't really? they?
1: There's there's multiple shows about. Just look up uh, I, reality I think shows. I know how to
3: spell Rum Springer. I just tried three times. Just get. Rum and then Springer with an S? Just type Jerry, 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 Rum, and see what happens. Springer. <laughs> oh, it's not that crazy. There's not even an H.
1: Okay, now there, here's the thing. The Schwarzentruber Amish are so strict they avoid plumbing and bicycles. That's right. We've talked about the New Order Amish. <clears throat>
2: Do, 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 do,
1: do, do. I do, can't do it every single do time. Do round and round, then. <laughs> um, but uh, some Amish are incredibly strict with their rules. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh which can be found in Ohio and Canada, they are th- say they are throwbacks to the original Amish from Europe 300 years ago. Their name means black and to refrain. Which means that they remain plain and conservative, do not partake in what the rest of the world has, even color. Their horse-drawn buggies don't even have colored reflectors. Wow. As the most conservative group, they will not only avoid electricity, they don't even have running water in their homes or gas lamps to provide light. They avoid technology as simple as bicycles, and they will not use Velcro. So, they have to use glue to keep those fake beards on.
3: I think there's some benefits to being, like, an uncontacted tribe like that.
1: But they aren't uncontacted. They're they're contacted.
3: Oh, they got mail and stuff?
1: Hmm, I don't know about that. On bikes. Hmm. But now here's the benefit to being in the Amish. Uh, the Amish have low cancer rates. Uh social media conspiracy was out there. It tur- tur- turns out... Um, they have very low cancer rates or is
0: it just not reported i don't do they go to i'm gonna bring i may gas. have some of my um different american factions mixed up but well they, do they go to do they go to doctors are they allowed to or am i thinking of mennonites or whatever who am i thinking of that does christian
1: scientists i don't know but i mean people? maybe christian scientists just uh pray that, Pray the pray the stuff away, so they'll go to an
0: outside doctor outside the community. Bob I can't answer this because question because they couldn't have doctors inside the
1: community if they don't go to university. Well, this is click click boom. Okay, you you can't ask me too many questions. I can just read the clickbait to you. Dumb, you why are you trying to make them look stupid?
3: I'm bringing them one big bag of takis and ruin their whole life. They don't eat
1: processed foods. And they think that's they think that's probably a big they also don't smoke, so they think that's a big cause and they don't drink. There's a lot of things that could be reducing the, the access to our exposure to cancers. Last thing. Man, goody two shoes. Goody
0: two shoes. You, you, know, you don't drink you don't smoke. When Bob's what calling, do you, know, you do? Goody <laughs> goody two shoes.
1: I'm gonna give you the one last thing, and that is like anyone, the Amish need time to unwind and cut loose. And when they went a vacation, they had to Pine Craft, Florida. Uh, a lot of people call Pinecraft, Florida, the Amish Las Vegas. They take great liberties. Uh, there's no gambling, no drinking, no debauchery, or really anything that you would think of, uh, but there is electricity. They use lights. They ride the bus to Pinecraft. You can find cell phones there. Um, they About 5,000 Amish will visit Pinecraft per year during their off-season when they can leave the farm for a little while. They play shuffleboard, they socialize, Shuffle they party board. down, and um, lots of finger blasting. Doesn't say that here, but I'm looking at the picture, and I think that's probably what's going on. Oh, my. Lots of finger blasting. Boy, these Amish love bicycles. And that, ladies and gentlemen, are the 10 nice. things you probably didn't know about the Amish, but now you know more about. Bob Fonseca. Yes. I want to thank you guys for joining me for lunch yesterday. Went out to see my father, uh-huh. his friend, who'd come down uh, and is, is moving to Indiana. And uh, and then my uh, my youngest, uh, I guess technically stepbrother, but I just call him brother. Is that okay? Yeah, I hope you yeah, guys yeah that's, how
3: we, that's how it is in families, all right? That's still family.
1: And uh, uh, thank you. They, you were very kind and gracious to them. And uh, also, I noticed that uh, I want to give a compliment to uh, to Chewy who, maybe well, we for not they-
0: eating all the
3: food that you laid out. I took it easy.
1: I was a little worried there.
0: It was weird. When we to went see. family style. I like, go, oh, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get anything. You the did little, the little guy at the table is not going to get anything. I
1: noticed that you peeled off and you disappeared down at the corner all of a sudden when the food came out. Did you were you were you left out of, of dinners when you were a child? Mm-hmm. Is that what that was? Yeah. Because I was like Bob, here, take this plate. And you just like took one. Like oh, a, I didn't know. I didn't know. Like a quiet mouse. You took one taco and then wandered off. I
0: didn't know each of us was going to get an individual plate, so I just put my drippy top taco on a napkin because I thought, oh well, that's just a community plate that the tacos are on. You know, I take care of my brothers. I know. And so you gave me a whole plate with a with a lime wedge and uh, onions and, and and cilantro, and uh, it was nice. It was good. It was delicious. Uh, I, I got my diet coke down at the. Thank God there's a, you know, we're in the parking lot of a convenience store. Because that trailer doesn't have diet
1: drinks.
2: Well, yeah, why would I they? I, I, I they, know, I know. It wouldn't make literally, any sense,
1: would it? They take grease. Yeah. They solidify the grease. They batter it. And then they refry the grease. Yeah. I'm mean, sure lard think, is
0: used somewhere in yeah. the process. That's they, why it's
1: so delicious. They or? actually, if you, add, if you order a Coke from them, they pop the top off and pour a little lard on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't think that they're looking at any kind of diet Cokes. Mm-hmm. And um, I, salt the room for I ordered know, a water yesterday, and I heard the woman underneath her breath call me the P-word. So I'm just <laughs> telling you right now. That, uh, Go Haritos next no, I time. I think
3: that was the flavor.
1: But uh, I got to be honest with you. I, I want to give a compliment. Sorry, Bob. I'll give a compliment to you later. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not used to being
0: complimented anyway. But not around <laughs> here anyway. <laughs> I was just watching. Not in this joint. How quick-witted... Chewy is yesterday yeah. yeah
1: he's good but like unbelievably fast with hilarious stuff when right my, when my brother goes well, where do you keep your money and you go purse I mean there was no there wasn't right. enough time to think of the word purse right this is what happens uh, when the when the pot wears off
0: before you get like he couldn't we went so fast to the truck he couldn't go home for his usual that's uh, not true that's I know usual dap. did you not dap. smell him when he walked up is it dap or dab what are you doing both you think he I hung didn't out
2: didn't with... Even,
3: I don't even know. I'm a dapper dad, Don't man. laugh at me. You think he Fungo, hung out I, in a I, room
1: I, with Doug Benson for an hour and a half and then didn't immediately get high? I could smell him when he, when he walked um, up to us.
3: I'm a small farm town boy, so I know how to charm the pants off some old Texans.
1: And it was weird when my dad's pants came off.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're easy to talk to. I, I mean, I, I grew up with.
1: I know, and what I preci- but I appreciate that. Like, you know, sometimes people will be, well... And, and uh, Bob, you were very kind to our great friend, Uncle Lou, and you were talking to him about the military. Yeah, I, I yeah, felt like I, I mean, it, was, it made me feel very nice that I have friends that I can bring around that don't... No, we're not going to embarrass you. Well, but sometimes people do, or they go, oh, you're dead. Your dad, your dads your dad, dad, and them are hokey. I'm just glad you know your dad I mean? didn't ask me
0: about church. I'm going to see your dad on Sunday. At the, oh, by the way, the Rolling Sculpture Car Show, which I emcee every year at the Hill Country Galleria to benefit the uh, B Cave's Public Library, is is on this Sunday. So bring the family out. Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, early afternoon, and and see hundreds of cars at the B, at the Hill Country Galleria because your dad said he's going to see me. Well, that there. was the that but he was didn't a, ask me about church, thank
3: but God. But that
1: was the thing where I thought I thought, oh, Dad, don't don't,
3: don't. Dad's easy to talk to because it's you just with, with like gray hair, white hair, or whatever. So just me,
1: yeah, yeah. But what was weird because because he said. He goes and Bob, I'm going to see you this weekend with that glint in his eye, and I thought, oh my god, going to. My dad's going dad to, go to gonna, church, yeah. oh, dad's gonna give you the church talk. Yeah, <laughs> he was wearing that big old uh, gold.
0: Oh, he had that chain. crucifix. Yeah, like, I go, Dad, bro, in this neighborhood, you better better tuck that in. I thought he was in. a rapper for you a
3: better, second. Yeah, yeah, you that better that tuck that cross. in your shirt here in like, North you started Austin. Rapping?
1: Uh, he just wants to make sure if the rapture happens, happens they, they they see know, that and the they know point. it's time for him to go. <laughs> yeah, and uh, well, just you know, he leans into his Catholicism, and one of the ways he do it is you got to have you got to have a crucifix if you're a real Catholic. You know what I mean?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah it has to be extra brutal and, and guilt. That was a real
1: gold one, though. Yeah, well, solid gold. Yeah, that's the thing about the Catholics. We talk about. I don't
0: know. Yeah. But I was nervous because I didn't want to get into the whole thing. What but he I, said, I "Bob,
1: a, I'm gonna see you this weekend," and I
0: thought, "Oh, why had to leave that team?"
3: They can't add um, a button button that talks, makes it talk or something. What the, crucifix? the crucifix? Something, yeah.
2: Mom, I'm gonna
3: do something fun with it.
1: But uh, and then he was like, "No, I'm gonna see him at a car show," and I was like, "Oh, thank God! That's yeah, thank God." Speaking of thanking God, are you going to be at church this weekend, yeah, Bob? Yeah. I'll, I'll, be at the, at I'll be at the car show. I'll be at the Rolling Sculpture car show. My dad does ask me once. How's hey, Bob? You know, I do miss seeing him around. I miss seeing him around uh, on Sundays.
0: Yeah. Is he
3: preparing for hell?
1: Yeah. Well, I used to call bingo as a public
0: service. I used to call bingo at Emmaus Catholic Parish on Friday nights. That's the Lord's will. I didn't
1: even charge him. Dang. And then, uh, I don't know, you know. Bob got mad. You know, you know mad. my story.
0: I got. Uh, they, Bob got they, mad they, because they canceled
1: me. They told him the rules, and you know how he is. He yeah. doesn't like rules. They told me I wasn't really married, so I had to leave that organization. But uh, you're not. not I am really, really married. married. You're not really married. I am. I have the. Paper, I have way. the
0: docu- government you, you know, yeah, to prove Government documents. Yeah, in
1: the government size, you're married. Well, but God considers you to be a. Uh, what are they, what do you call somebody who's married to two people? What is that called? Parliament? No, no. I had a.
0: I had an annulment. Who knows? And that was legal. That cost me. That, Wait, that was that was a few bucks. So the, the And a
1: lot of the church the church annulled it? Yeah. Both of them? Yeah. The, the bishop, the high priest the annulled the first one? Yeah. Annulled the second one. Yeah. So Second one was never on the books. So I don't I, I don't understand. That. I don't understand that so the church, you're not allowed to have a divorce but you can pay the money and they'll annul it? I don't understand their rules
0: because they make a lot of exceptions for a lot of people. You could be married and be a priest now, but I can't get communion because I wasn't born under the roof of the Catholic Church. So I was like... What what are we what game are we playing here?
1: You can get communion if you weren't born under the roll. roll the Who's going to keep you from eating it. wafers? Yeah. Well, because I talked to I actually what he makes so up I, this excuse because you know he doesn't like carbs so he's he's oh, come up with this excuse so he doesn't have to eat the wafer. I reconnected
0: with the church a little bit and had some discussions with them during this, my mom's,
1: arrangements and things like that. Yeah. And so they were like, well... And they just, they pretended to be listening, they shook their head, mm-hmm. and they were like, all right, this guy needs to I, have some discussions. I was, I, was,
0: I was discussing my dilemma with someone in the front office of a church, and they were like, I never heard that rule. And they worked for the organization. Now, But I've, then I talked to a deacon, and he's like, well, here's the thing. You could do it, sure. You could get in line and open your mouth, and they could put the wafer on there, and you could take the body of Jesus, Right. Mm-hmm. But we don't know. We can't Very guarantee delicious. what's going to happen to you. Something bad might happen to you. And that's what they tell you.
1: It's a lot of I will say that it's a lot of it is a good it's a good piece it's of a lot information of that if they in say here. You, uh, we, you open your mouth and we'll put something in there in the catholic church and something bad might happen well, to you. Well, is a good okay. piece we of advice. It's just they're just saying heads we up, be aware of your it. surroundings. We were talking
0: specifically about what Chewie just called the cracker or whatever you called it, the wafer. I think he calls them gringos. <laughs> so they're like you, you know, you could, your body could reject, you could, huh? You could die. You could. They give you all kinds you, you of keep, scenarios. Do you become like a church zombie? I I don't know. So I just like we're gonna have to work that out down the line. But I have neither the money nor the time to deal with it. With science, well, can I say something to science you? Fiction or whatever.
3: Hey. Huh.
1: You know what? Paul, what? Wa- Paul Walker thought he had all the time in the world. Yeah. <laughs> well, he still gets to come back in all the movies. I'm just saying. And they'll bring him
0: back. He didn't sign any papers with the Screen Actors Guild. They could bring him back. AI.
1: That's true. I'm just saying fact, that, that you, got a you story think, coming you, up think you have AI. time to work this out in the future. Yeah. And I'm telling you, there's, there's no time like the present. You you're gonna to wish. This. I'm gonna say that I, you're gonna when you're spending an eternity somewhere you don't want to be. Yeah, you know, like this studio. Right. Uh, you're gonna wish that you had. You how did we get this? off on this?
0: Uh, I mean, I don't think anybody's getting get off, off on, on this. It, but <laughs> how did we? How did we go down this? Because you are talking about my dad's giant oh, Cross. Your dad? Yeah. To, maybe he could help me. He could pull some strings. Can't? Couldn't he?
1: I bet he can. He's pretty. I think he's.
3: He's pretty high up in there,
2: right?
1: I My think Dad he is. couldn't and he was like I think he is. I don't know, I don't know where he is, you know what I mean? But I think like he's not up there with all the he he can't wait, he's not allowed to wear a funny hat. He's not that high up. Mm. He can't wear a funny hat. And uh but I do think on Sundays he gets to wear a name tag on a suit out there in the porticoche or whatever, where people are walking in. He gets to nod at you. I don't know what those people do, but I remember when I would get, when I was going to church as a kid, there was always some old guys that would nod at you on the way in, and they would wear name tags. And they were I was like,
0: oh, there's an usher. That's an usher, and right? then there were money collectors and money counters, and
1: that's that's. I the think job. in the church he's known as a heavy. Yeah. What does that mean? He wears boxing gloves and a name tag.
3: I mean, if somebody was possessed, he could he could perform. They're usually an big dudes. So. Yeah, they're I like so.
1: sergeant at arms. You know. Yeah, they're usually knights at Columbus dudes. Oh, the Knights of Columbus came to your, your mom's and they wore swords.
0: That's well, because my dad was, I think, the,
1: the head of the <sighs> Can Knights I say of Columbus something? for the state of Texas. They need law. a couple of younger Knights of Columbus because well, they the rattle of the swords against those bones oof it was uncomfortable it was Come like on. it was All it was like right. it was like you're, you're, halloween you're now you're gonna have to explain this to your dad Man, those are cool places to hang out my dad understands humor that's the great thing about him he's very chill he's easy to mess around with you know yeah. what i mean we've got a family we we bust balls you saw that yesterday yeah. we had a good time anyway well i'll work it i'll get it worked out i okay. don't know i don't know or, or switch
0: denominations or something i don't know i'll put in an application over at the you know electric boogaloo you ready for some rock and roll news you know it, huh? Are you? You know, know, know all it. Right, so all right, all right. It's Bob Fonseca. Oh, man! News. <laughs> What's happening out there, you pretty things? All oh, my babies out there in rock and roll land. We're gonna do it to it because you know what? Oh, yeah. Sometimes this can be one of the easiest jobs in the world. Being Rock's last great reporter. I mean. Come on. Sometimes the rock news writes itself, and there's just a wealth yeah. of stories out there. Kind of like a double album of stories, just chock full of, uh, of, 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 of headlines and, and names and whatnot and such. I'm Bob Fonseca. I'm Rock's last great reporter, as I mentioned. I'm here to serve you. I just ask you to remember one thing. Don't get all worked up about some of the headlines. I don't make the rock news. I just reported, all right? So don't kill the messenger. Let's all hug it out and talk about the Rolling Stones making headlines right now. Out there with their brand new album in over a decade, a brand new studio album. Hackney Diamonds. I don't even know what that reference refers to. I'm sure Mick Jagger thought it in a fever dream or something, but uh, Keith Richards is weighing in. The Rolling Stones are pretty much in agreement. Keith and uh, Pete, Keith and Mick have had a kind of a tumultuous relationship since uh, Keith's uh, autobiography about ten years ago was released, because yeah, Keith yeah, didn't pull any punches about his feelings for Mick and his ego and things like that, but. Uh, uh, I, I think I think their their relationship was strained a little bit, but I, they both agree that a Rolling Stones AI hologram show in the future is bound to happen. Keith Richards says he's all for it. Well, no, they're not oh. planning anything right now, but he's saying, "Hey, oh. Keith Richards admitting to uh, Apple Music One's Matt Wilkinson, not as great a rock reporter as I am." uh, Explain that, uh, yeah, the possibility of a holographic Rolling Stones tour after they're all dead and gone, kind of what ABBA's doing now, even though ABBA's all alive. Yeah. He wouldn't be opposed to that. Keep that income stream coming in for the family members and stuff like that. That's... You know what? Maybe we should do some... We'll have some kind of AI AI show after we're gone. We should do our live podcast at the Sphere. I don't even know what that means. We're not going to... I've got Sphere news coming up, though, so hang on for that. Thank you, Chewy. Ah, Too bad that wasn't as funny as some of the stuff you were saying out at the Taco lunch (laughs) yesterday. That's
3: just a suggestion.
0: Man, Um, I'm sorry he's being that way to you, but Anyway, he says, uh, uh, Keith, as we know him in the rock world, Keith ke kEF, uh, K-E-F. <laughs> uh, he says well I certainly wouldn't rule it out I'm pretty sure that it is bound to happen do I want it now that's another thing well now you're going back on the headline there so I will I'll end the story there uh, I'm sure we'll see uh, I'm sure we'll see the Rolling Stones do the AI thing but which Keith Keith Richards is gonna take the AI stage is he gonna Ooh. be young satisfaction Ooh. Keith Ooh. I don't know. Uh, how did Creed get their name? Do You ever have these thoughts?
1: Uh, they're like kind of like a kind of a religious band, right? You ever,
0: well, that's what you would think, and right. that's what I would have thought as I was driving around yesterday, and it just popped into my head, you know, because I'm a big Creed fan, big Scott you, Stapp fan. I, I, was like, to them nothing I was like, hey, I wonder how they got their name. That's Hi, how I talk to myself. While I I'm wonder. Hi, I wonder how they got their name. And so I read on. I did a little research. You know, why I did the research. There, uh, 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 electric boogaloo. What's that?
1: Never mind. You're not even listening.
0: <laughs> you're not even listening.
1: No, I heard, I heard you. I heard you. You should know that Bob gets really upset when the kids aren't aren't fully invested in the you know the rock and roll news.
0: Anyway, everybody assumes that uh, oh my
1: God yeah I'm sorry I just think I what? scared everybody Well everybody just put up their laptops and started staring at you.
0: The word creed means uh, technically if you look it up in funk and Wagnall's dictionary, the word creed means a system of set beliefs yeah or a statement proclaiming those beliefs. In other words I issue hey, your left. I issue a creed. <laughs> But you guys should stop looking at me like that. You guys are weird. (laughs) They're investors. You're weird. I got Fabio over here, and I got Mr. Electric Boobaloo over here. Uh, Don't say boobs
1: in front of him. He gets very excited.
0: uh, Actually, uh, the the name Creed, at least for the band, has uh, no... uh, It doesn't lean toward uh, any kind of Christian thing, or they're not a Christian band. They've been very clear about that. We're not a Christian band. Right. They didn't get their name out of the dictionary either, nor from a faith-based perspective. What happened was, they had an original name, and you're not going to believe the name that Creed toured under before they became Creed.
3: The Disciples or something?
0: No, worse than that. Uh... You're not you're going got to go completely opposite of religion. The
3: Scott Stapp experience? Uh No, but I would
0: have that, that might have stuck. Uh Satan's butt plug? You're the closest one yet. I'm going to put the point there. Thank you. Thank you ladies and gentlemen. Half a point for uh for Matt Beard at least he's listening to the rock and roll news. Their their name before they were Creed was Naked Toddler.
1: Well, wow. who's not into a Naked Toddler? I love the silence after that.
0: Uh, However, the band eventually gave that up for obvious reasons, and uh, Creed was a shortened form of the name of uh, one of their other bandmates' uh, previous band, Maddox Creed. So they had one of those band names, like Jethro Tull. Oh, it's Maddox Creed. Yeah, Maddox Creed. And so they just took the Creed from that, they dropped the naked toddler on its head, and uh, the rest is rock and roll history. Thank you,
3: Creed, for all so your. So thank
0: going. you so much. I thought you know I would inform you guys on that. Um, it's always good to to learn a little bit too as we do the rock and roll, rock and roll news. Let's see. Oh, I wanted to remind you because I'm going to be on the phone. Let's see, I'm going to be on the computer today. So U two has added twelve additional dates to the Sphere. In mid to late January and part of February. Get us a good seat. Those tickets are going to go on sale at 1 o'clock Pacific Time today. Go to the sphere.com or okay. whatever their Can website is. Can you tell me is.
1: what 1 o'clock Pacific Time is here? I believe
0: it's 3 o'clock here. Uh, they're two hours difference. One hour from New York, two hours here. Three hours difference Oh, you're New doing,
1: York. Oh, but you're doing this report for a lot of our West Coast listeners.
0: No, I'm doing it because it's it's three it's one o'clock there, Western time, three o'clock here. And the only reason I tell you, because I'm going to fly to L.A. this morning so I can be there two hours, get the, hour, the tickets two hours earlier, earlier. Than, okay. than the Texas people. I like that. We, we, don't, we don't stand a chance here. Genius. Right? Yeah. Smooth move. Yeah. Thank you. I think it's going to be worth the expense. It is, and thank God I know how time works.
1: Yeah, otherwise absolutely. I'd be, sc- I'd be, I'd be screwed. I think that the Bengals said it best when they said, "Time, time, time, look what's become of me."
0: Yeah, and the Rolling Stones lied to us when they said time is on our side, and That's it's true. not. It's yeah. not because LA gets uh, all the stuff earlier. They get TV shows earlier, and they get ticket sales earlier. So I'm going to beat. But the boy TM George system. was
1: being truthful when
0: he what said, he time
1: won't give me time. Oh.
3: Well, we all agree with Cher when she asked if she could turn back time.
0: Well, what about Time After Time by Cyndi Lauper? And what about the best time song of all? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got it. No, I need something. Give me time! time. Yeah, where's my time? I don't have anything to hit this with. T- use... oh,
1: here, here,
2: here. here. Uh,
1: use right, Boog's right, head. Right. Use Boog's head.
2: Time!
0: Time! Isley Brothers. Isley Brothers time. Uh,
1: one of the Isley brothers passed away last week. What? Yeah, you know, uh, what? let's see. He was out of time. Thank you. That's REM. Brett
0: Michaels adopted a heroic animal shelter dog named after him. That's a nice thing to do. Brett Michaels, you Wait. bandana badass. There's a dog with herpes? A dog named after poisons. Brett Michaels is now living with his I I had initially I had electric boogaloo down as a bumper dude.
3: Oh what!
4: Before
0: I knew you had <laughs> That's skills. That's
3: disrespectful. Before
0: I knew you had skills.
4: Oh yeah, or oh is that so?
0: Yeah, and but now that I see that you you've you employ the Don Carter four step approach, you got a nice release, you got a nice slide, mm. uh, you rolled that strike. I go, you know what? You gained some respect with me, my friend.
1: Oh, you know it. I mean, hey, out of I was like out of the shadows.
4: Uh, Out of the shadows, uh, wasn't a good bowler, but then that was just pure luck when you just
1: came up and just like took a video of me. You
0: say pure luck, I say pure skill on your part.
1: A humble man, a humble man. Yeah, he is a humble
0: man. It's like. And then, you'll see the video when we post it again. I post it on my personal page, but when you see what he does afterwards, he comes up and starts screaming into the lens of my uh, iPhone 6 and... And then he runs over and grabs little Hickey because she's the nearest human. Yeah,
1: she's a and she thir- weighs all of thirty bucko five. Yeah, she's a thirty pound, and puts her mature, in a bear hug, mature and, golden girl, and then does like a
0: dirty dancing yeah, rip, kind of rip. Throws her in the air, little Hickey, and starts spinning around with her. And I'm going, oh my god, there's going to be a lawsuit. He's going to break vertebrae three and four. You know that generally
1: speaking. A man of your size. I mean, you're just slight... Like, you starred in The Revenant.
3: As the bear. As the bear. As the bear.
1: Yeah, and you know that generally speaking, you shouldn't grab... First of all, shouldn't grab any woman without consent. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Talking first, but also... I would recommend that when you see somebody who has, who maybe has a little dribble of Metamucil on their lips still, <laughs> maybe not, I mean, you look like when my dog gets a hold of a rabbit in the backyard and, and, and yeah, shakes, it starts swinging at her, it really was you uncomfortable. You don't shake a baby you and you, you don't, shake don't shake an elderly woman. That's a, t- you know, I understand that that was joy, but we could have had, you could have put a woman in traction. Oh, I could have? hey, yeah, yeah, hey, you could have, bro. Yeah, she was asking, she was asking for a hug and a pickup, like when we got when I got that strike, and I was like, okay, I might as well do it, or I was just like high on the barbecue that they were serving, and uh, you know, it was just at that moment we I finally scored a strike, and I got that on
0: video,
4: and yeah. the crowd
0: goes wild, bro. Yeah, the crowd did go wild, especially your newest bigger your newest <coughs> biggest fan, Connor. Connor came up to me after. Connor came up to me after the bowling thing. We yeah. were walking out, he goes, Bob, he goes, I don't know what it is. I write. I really like this D2
1: electric wow. boogaloo that's, kid. That's, that's called game recognized game, is what that is, right yeah. there. That's what yeah. that is. Uh I'll recognize a game. Uh who doesn't like a little scorpse? A little scorpse in the morning. Hi, scorpions, I'll go we
2: sing phonetically.
1: Uh this little scorpse uh, to get you going. We have, uh, not only do we have uh, headlines coming in from the Austin area, but we just received a phone call off air that put us all in a good mood, and Chewie's going to, we recorded it, and he's going to edit it down real quick, and uh, we're going to play that phone call for you because I think it'll make a lot of you super listeners very happy here. Now, let's step out of the way and get a little scorpions, scorpions. in the body. Scorpions! Yeah, boy. Lean in now for some... Damn, boy!
2: Thick
1: headline. Here we go, ladies and gents. Let's do it. A couple of uh, area thick headlines. Uh, home prices are falling in Austin. What's funny is that they're saying home prices are plummeting in Austin. Uh, median price in Austin dropped eight percent year over year. Uh, it's still really expensive. Yeah, I'm just going to say that right now. It's uh, the let's see. For almost half a million dollars is the median home price. It's uh, $456,000. That's not exactly uh chump change. No. So it is. Now, I will say this. Uh, DFW's median price declined 1.2% to 400000 It's narrowing the gap between the cities. Um, so I, I will say that uh, you shouldn't. You sh- I, I guess Stop crying, millennials. It, well, it's one of those things where <laughs> yeah. I think this is probably scary to people if you're in the real estate business. Uh, to most people around the, the city, it feels like good news if you're trying to buy a home to hear this little drop. But that drop is not enough where you're going to – I mean, if you're buying a home anyway, you're already tightening the belt. And this is not going to make huge changes for you, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, it's not like they've, they've fallen off the cliff. And suddenly the median home price has fallen by 50 or 100, you know. Right. So uh, I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, Texas h- Homes in Texas spend an average of 48 days on the market. Now, that's huge change from where it was two years ago. Um, seven, It's 17 days longer than it was before. State's inventory has also increased from 2.7 to 3.7 months. There is a big slowdown happening. Um, but I will say this. The real estate business in Texas is not in any danger of falling off a cliff. You're waiting a little longer. You have to be a little more um, competitive, I think, in your pricing if you're trying to sell and how you stage your home. Uh, But uh, I don't think it's going anywhere. I'm not an expert, but I can just tell you that you can sometimes pull a little spit on your finger and hold your finger up to the winds of real estate, and you can feel where we we are. Uh, Austin police are looking for a driver who uh who injured a cyclist on October 7th uh, they put out a call to people they said uh, the the driver of a red Chevy Avalanche pickup struck a cyclist at Springdale just south of East MLK Boulevard that is a tricky intersection anyway it's kind of a five or six way intersection and uh the driver of the Avalanche that's one of those trucks that kind of looks like a transformer yeah
3: I remember those. They don't even months. make
1: them anymore, I don't think so. Well, they said of- that the bicycle has severe injuries. They're looking for the driver because, uh, frankly, uh, the driver did not stop and render aid. Um, anybody who has any information can call Highway Investigations uh, or Crime Stopper tip line, or you can reuse the Crime Stoppers app. Uh, you can even call APD. You can remain anonymous if you have a tip, and uh, they would like it. And, frankly, we don't usually go to this kind of stuff, but... Um, Hitting a cyclist uh, and then just driving off uh, and leaving that person who whose injuries could have been less severe had someone been able to call EMS faster for them, it's kind of a... There
3: should be a like cool, bro. A, a thing that kind of like a paintball or something like, you know, like the bank bags have when you rob a bank that explode on impact if you hit a, hit a cyclist and then boom, your car is marked. With paint, and then we just look for that
1: one. Well, a lot of times too, the car is marked already with scratches and someone's blood and a crack in the windshield.
3: That's half of the cars. I think,
1: in That's Austin. the problem too, isn't it? In Austin, that it is half of half of our cars. Uh, last thing I'll bring up is there is a huge rise in Texas travelers riding in luxury buses. What would you take a luxury bus to Dallas or Houston or San Antonio or whatever how as lug- opposed to an unluxury bus? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> as a, I, how as luxurious to as
3: can a bus be? As opposed to a Trailways, like a luxury porta potty. or I
0: something. I mean, if there's a choice between those two, I'll I'll, I'll go luxury. Like this if luxury you've got if, dumpster. It, if you've got a higher,
1: what makes like, it class, luxurious? I want to know. I'll show you a picture. I'll, this is Von Lane, which is a, a business that is uh, growing here. In Austin, okay, you got the iPick seats. Yeah, you got iPick seats that rec- fully recline. Um, you have a uh, instead of a sky waitress, you just have a road waitress. Uh, There's a hot towel she's bringing through. You got high end drinks, like and some scotches just like, like or whatever. It's A charter
3: bus with nice seats. Yeah,
1: it is what it, sort of what it is, and what they're doing is it's it, it would cost you two two hundred dollars to go round trip to Dow- to Fort Worth from here.
0: Is there a? Oof, how can I put this? It's not even a word, so I think I'm okay. Dump it. If, is there a ducible restroom in the back?
1: Yeah, that's a tertiary. Is that what you were the word you were looking for? The normally, tertiary? that's verboten on a bus. Normally, the number one is accepted. I'm assuming they probably have better ventilation. I see. I mean, look at it. They got wood carbon floor.
0: filtering or something. Or uh, to
3: call it a commode, HEPA filters. Well, or?
1: also, I think if you can afford this, you already have a better diet, so you're not. I don't know if it can you're be better a, off. You Less hot it. Cheetos, maybe. <laughs> Um, it's an elevated regional bus transportation for discerning travelers, is what Von Lane calls it. What I think it's for a lot of times too is say you have... okay, if you have to go to Dallas right now yeah. and you're flying.
3: And I got money, I'm flying, right? Well, I guess it's two hours before at the airport and then
1: And then you gotta get out of the airport and then you gotta go back to the airport and all that, and you're probably paying two fifty for a regional flight. Here it's fifty bucks cheaper. You got Wi Fi and that's not your average bus. I'll just drive. What movies they showing? Well, I think you're probably sitting there with your laptop and getting oh. work done. Oh, and on a bus. But Don't forget. But you said you would just drive. I mean, to me, you, your company's picking up the tab anyway.
3: If this, yeah, if this is going on the boss's card, then yeah.
1: Don't forget, a shoebox is a laptop on a bus. There's an entire article out in Axios talking about this rise in central texas you know people have been asking for some kind of fast trains we're never going to seem to get i want
3: a bullet train straight
1: to houston it is a pain in the ass to drive and it would be nice to have somebody else drive this goes straight from like the hilton here in austin right to like the hilton in fort worth if you're headed there or whatever or it goes to love field if you wanted to catch a plane up there or something also the company charter up recently named austin as its second headquarters it's one of the fastest growing businesses in the US charter up is and i think that we should reach out to charter up ceo armir harris and be like hey 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 we got a show and we got a bunch of fans and we would like to go somewhere yeah we'd like to go who's playing dallas uh, can we put a can we put a keg on that and then go in a fancy charter bus yeah company moves roughly, roughly 1 million passengers a month nationwide much of that growth is thanks to business travelers. Charter Up has seen its corporate shuttle program in Austin and San Antonio skyrocket by two hundred eighty percent over the year as employees have returned to the office. Anyway, just put it out there. Luxury travel buses.
3: Hmm. I don't know.
1: What don't you know? I don't. Know. I don't.
3: I mean, I used to. T- I used to take. Not that long of a ride. I used to
1: take the Greyhound to do. Shows Ooh. doing comedy save money right a round trip would be like hundred and eighty bucks hey, so for an extra twenty bucks to be on a bus this nice we're I'm glad all about you it. Made
3: it man we're glad you made it out looks like we made it,
2: it.
1: Uh, we got a really great call off air uh, we're editing it right now we're gonna play it for you usually don't we, we don't play anything recorded on the show it's always live as it happens but this was an exception because we saw the caller ID we got excited about it um, first uh, okay. Do me a favor. We we don't, like we said, we don't like to play, uh, record stuff really, but uh, Chewie said, oh, incoming call. I think I got to record this one, and then we're going to play back for you now. The the call we just got, and I think for a lot of you, remember, all of you are warriors. Even if you've never been to a warrior event, if you support us, we appreciate that. Some of you are silent. Some of you only get to listen seven, eight minutes a day. Those of you who have listened for a long time, though, I think you'll 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 like this call. It'll make you feel good because it's uh, someone in our cluster we've been concerned about lately.
3: Hello, Kathy. Hi. How are you, Kathy. Kathy? How you doing, Ma? You doing? Hello? Hello. Yeah, I hear Hello? you. I think it's okay. your connection or something. All the cigs really? are in. Yeah.
5: Well, I'm driving. We're on our way to the store. Maybe I'll call back later. You're out and about driving?
3: <laughs> no, Dick's driving, right?
5: Yeah, Dick's driving. I, I haven't driven yet. We'll see if I can drive. Can't, we'll Kathy. Can... You,
1: you sound fantastic, Kathy. You sound good, Kathy.
5: Oh, thank you, thank you. I'll, I'm trying.
1: Are
0: you still rehabbing?
5: Yeah, I have to go to rehab tomorrow,
1: but I, I got I got home on Sunday, so it's wonderful. I have cats all around me. And- oh, oh, I'm, I'm so good. glad you're home. I'm glad yeah. you're home. Have you have you been able to enjoy any uh, wine and weed in the afternoon yet?
5: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's the
1: old Kathy yeah. we know. For 46, I was in the
5: hospital for 46 days.
1: Oh my God! It was that long. Days. I had no idea somebody would like sponge baths that much, but you know <laughs> what I mean.
5: <laughs> well, there was a point where it must have been happening because I was like in a coma for a week Damn.
1: after the
5: operation.
1: Yeah, that's when we that's when we came in and made fun of you, uh, and then we <laughs> left.
5: Yeah. Well, I'm sorry I missed the bowling thing. I love those. So well, we were
1: thinking about ball. you know, little Hickey gave everybody
0: uh, a commem- like a bandana on your behalf like everybody got their own did you get a bandana i did yeah
5: yeah gave me three bandanas
0: yeah everybody got a band i still have mine jennifer has hers and we we thought a lot about you uh during the bowling thing we talked a lot about you that's nice of you i i
5: just missed it i mean i just got didn't get home till sunday i I couldn't have
0: come anyway no i know no don't push it
5: but um you sound like
0: you're close to your old self here that's good
5: I, I got to thank the Warriors for the GoFundMe thing because that's, we really needed it and, and I, it's going to really help us out. Thank
1: Yeah, you. we got to mention that again. We do have to, we, we, we've we dropped the ball we haven't mentioned in a while. We need to mention it again and get you another push, okay?
5: Yeah, that sounds great. That sounds great. I well, want to call in at some point, but.
1: You sound fantastic because, you know, you gave us a scare there for a while when we first got uh, the news, but you sound well, great.
5: Yeah, a lot of people don't survive this. I, I'm here, so i got to be here for some reason. Yeah, well, we, call
2: need call yeah, yeah, yeah. we need yeah. all the listeners. Yeah, we need all the listeners.
5: Yeah, I love you guys. I'm, I, there are a lot of times I can't listen to you because, well, in the morning there I had physical therapy all the time, but um, mm. I just... Uh, I, I try to make all my doctor's appointments at ten
3: o'clock or later. So, <laughs> all yeah. right. Well, we love you, Mama. We're glad. Give us a call again yeah. uh, later next week or something all to check in. All people right, like to I hear will. from you. A couple Thank of people have called in asking about you. So, oh, uh,
5: all right. Okay. Oh, uh, all right. Get Thank some rest. You. Love you
3: guys.
1: Bye, Cassie.
2: Love you. Love you too. Too.
3: Bye. I hate people hearing how much I care and how
0: soft I know I know we sound
1: like a bunch of softies there did not we well that is Kathy you know Kathy calls and we we belittle and make fun of her all the time because she likes cats she likes cats she's passive aggressive we tease each other uh but Kathy had an aneurysm unexpected I don't actually I'm sorry I just said unexpected no no one sets an appointment for an aneurysm do they hey guys what are you guys day. doing? What are you guys doing? Not from- this Sunday, but the next <laughs> yeah. Sunday after. I'm having an aneurysm. You guys should come by. i
3: had to do my taxes before
1: that. Uh, she was in ICU. She's been in the hospital for f- over 40 days. And uh, she was in a coma for a while. And and quite frankly, sometimes when you hear that news, you hope for the best. But there was some worry that maybe we weren't going to. You know, they don't know. Right. Someone goes into a coma after an aneurysm. You don't know who you're getting. And there was some worry that maybe we would never hear from Kathy again. And that was...
3: What is an aneurysm exactly? It's a, a uh, clot in your
2: brain?
1: No, it's a rupture and you just bleed out. It's a rupture. Okay. Yeah. Dang. Or sometimes sometimes it's actually just a big ballooning up and it can cause pressure. Sometimes it doesn't rupture, I think. Hmm. I don't know. I should never mind. You know what? Never mind. Okay. I have an aneurysm in my head that I had that I got when I had the stroke. Yeah. But mine's real tiny. I didn't like go f- I didn't go for it like you like didn't Kathy go did. Big. Yeah. <laughs> uh there is a GoFundMe for Kathy. We're trying to raise a little bit of dough. Uh, they're on a a, a strict budget. I have always been uh, the Kathy and Dick. And uh, we're trying to help out a little bit if you want to go find the GoFundMe. We'll put links up on our sites, but uh, you can search for Kathy the Cat Lady on GoFundMe. We're a community, people. And share some dough. And uh, I even see where someone two days ago... Dropped a thousand dollars in the Damn, bucket, which is that's Kathy with a K. By the way, yeah, Kathy with a K, Kathy the Cat Lady. You can search her on GoFundMe, and she'll come up, and we can uh, help. That. We're about a third of the way in trying to raise uh, a total that, she, that would help them get out of the uh, out of the woods. And uh, they, that's just a sad part about uh, a sad statement and a sad indictment on the American healthcare system. But that's the way it works right now is that pretty much you can even have your own insurance, things like that. You can still be kind of left destitute. And, and quite frankly, it's going to be a while before she can get back to work. So there's other needs and uh, things that are building up. So I'm trying to be careful with the words here. I don't want to give away too much of private information. But um, She's doing better. It's great to hear from her. She sounded like herself. And that was nice because I didn't know. You know I know. Yeah. But I really did. Though. I was thinking about her last night and that we should figure something out. She sounded so much better than I thought she was going to.
3: If I have a medical bill that big, y'all have permission to go ahead and do what? Can I be honest with you? Go ahead and pull that.
1: We weren't waiting for your permission.
3: <sighs> Man. It was $30. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> we were going to whisper to the doctor and say, hey, guys, this know. is, you are betting on a losing horse right here. Don't you are not get, you are not getting your money back. So if you want to pull that plug, we're not going to say anything. Uh, right. Because, frankly, it's not like he's got anybody at home waiting for him.
3: I'm getting uncomfortable, Huck. Close to the truth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, you're like, stop it, dude. This is not. This is too real. I don't want to know this how is long, long you'll wait. This is, not, this is not fun. All right. Ooh, this is just for Bob. I just saw it. We come right back. I think it's uh we're looking for uh Craig Gass. Is he supposed to be in the building? Yeah, he should be uh should be arriving some, sometime. Craig comic. Uh Craig's going to be in the building. We'll chat with him.
2: Sleep all
1: day. We got Craig Gass in here. Um any of you that listen I mean I know a lot of you listen to Howard and you definitely heard right. Craig there. Craig's been around all for Craig's like one of those legendary names. And we haven't had you in all that often, and, and, and it's been a chunk. But you're in town doing something really fun. And uh, you're basically... Uh, you're not an official member of KISS. You're, an auxiliary, <laughs> you have you're an auxiliary member of the KISS tour. The KISS army. Yeah. And uh, you... You are a comedian. You're also incredible at doing uh, voices, things like An that. An actor. And, but you're doing, so you're going around on a couple of these dates. Three cities. And you're, I don't want to call it a kiss roast, but you're. I'm making fun of Kiss. You're making fun of Kiss, but you have Kiss blessing. Yes. You have, the, you have the kiss from Kiss to insult Kiss.
4: Yes. I'm going to, the whole show that I'm doing on Saturday, I tour all the time. And I, you know, doing stand up, doing my thing. But there's three cities I'm going to where I'm just going to do a full hour making fun of KISS. And the first (laughs) one is
1: this Saturday here in Austin at a brand new comedy club called Roscoe's. Yeah, it's over off uh, East 7th. It's right in the middle of uh, where all the the hip, cool bars are. And
4: what happened is a lot of musician friends, I was just going to do it in New York. And I had a bunch of musician friends in Austin and musician friends in Seattle. You got you to gotta do it here. You got to do it here. Right. And um, in Seattle, there, I've heard so many KISS stories from all those 90s grunge bands. Right. There's a guy who plays drums for uh, uh, Pearl Jam. His name is Matt Cameron. Yeah. And he has this incredible story about when he was 14 years old, he used to play in a KISS cover band. They called themselves KISS. That's what they, they call themselves. Kiss. They had the logo. And once a week, they would do a show at somebody's house. And they would say, this Friday at Chewy's house, Kiss. 8 p.m., Kiss. KISS. And then here's Chewy's address. And just go in his backyard before 8 o'clock. And KISS is going to hit the stage at 8. And Matt Cameron gets a letter in the mail from Casablanca Records. And right. he's like, oh, my God. We're getting signed. Right. (laughs) We're getting signed. Oh, my God. And he calls up all the other kids that are in the band. He goes, I'm not opening it until you get here. You got to go. We're going to open it together. We're opening it together. All the kids get to his house, and he opens up this letter, and a bunch of 14-year-olds open up a cease and desist. desist. This must be a really big contract. I I started doing an impression of Gene on the Howard Stern Show. I'm a comedian who's known for doing voices. I've always been able to do any voice that I hear because of how I grew up, and this is not a joke, by the way, this, this is a like, right. true story. My whole family's deaf. My Really? My whole family. My mom... See, I didn't know that I
3: didn't you. know that either.
4: My mom, my dad, and my sister are all completely deaf. From listening to you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 mom, born completely deaf, birth defect. Wow. Dad born with all his hearing, lost it when he was a kid. He got in an accident, popped out his eardrums. So he had to go to deaf schools, met my mom. They had my sister first. My sister's born with my mom's genes, completely deaf. I'm born with my dad's genes with all my hearing. And I couldn't learn how to talk from my family. Right. I learned how to talk by watching TV television and Oh wow! copying all the voices wow. I heard on TV. And uh, I never got an accent from the Bronx, which is where I'm from. And everybody in the Bronx, I always say, and it's true, everybody in the Bronx sounds like Tracy Morgan. Everybody in the Bronx talk like this, whether you black or white, male or female, that's crazy. Hey, this is the voice of your next door neighbor, and I'm a Vietnamese girl. That's crazy. Everybody everybody sounds like that. So the weirder the voice, the easier it is for me to do it. Christopher Walken, who's got a real stop and go. Kind of voice where he'll talk every once in a while. He'll stop. <laughs> and then I'll keep going. <laughs> or uh, or what you know, Al Pacino, on and on and on. So I'm a huge music fan and um, during commercial breaks I would tell Howard uh, funny stories about like, Man, do you do you like get into kiss at all? Do you ever dude, there's this funny story about Gene Simmons and I I would tell him stories and he's like, You should do this on the air, you should do it on the air. And I started turning Gene Simmons into a full-blown character on the show, which fit in when we had music guests in the studio. Right. right. I, would, I would constantly interrupt the music guest as Gene Simmons, Simmons. and try to sell them crappy Kiss products.
2: Well, <laughs> it's,
4: they're known for merchandising. It. Yes, they are known yeah, for
1: merchandising. Over the top, dude. They will G- put a Kiss logo a on coffin. anything. They had a and- Kiss coffin that you can get.
4: I just ran into a guy last weekend in Las Vegas, Sebastian Bach. Do you know who that is? Sebastian Bach, singer of Skid Row. That guy tells me a story about going to Gene Simmons' house. He goes, dude, I was in that guy's house. And that guy has a freaking kiss museum in his house, <laughs> which is true. He has a room in this house. So all this Everything? Every piece of merchandise that's ever existed. Is it a gift shop or a museum? It's, it's a museum okay. because uh, nothing, you can't take anything okay. out of there. All right. I'm and surprised. Which,
1: <laughs> which is the story. You yeah. Because Gene. I feel like Gene would say, anything you like in the house, pick it up, I'll sell it to you. Because he's a guy who likes to
4: make transactions. Well, there's the interesting thing, that's what the story is, because Sebastian said he walks in and he said, I looked on the table and there's like a bag with 100 Kiss cell phone covers. And I said, dude, what the hell is that? And Gene goes, that's our new promotion for Kissmas. That's our new Kiss cell phone covers. And he goes, can I have one of those? I wish I could, but if you go to kissonline.com, <laughs> and you wouldn't give him one of cover. It's just a piece of plastic. It's a piece of plastic. <laughs> I was given amazing advice 25 years ago from a friend of mine who works for the band Aerosmith. He told me, if you want to do a Gene Simmons impression, listen to Benjamin Netanyahu. It's the same voice. <laughs> is it really? Hi, this is Benjamin Netanyahu. From Kiss. It's the same voice. It's the same voice. And by the way, that guy, John, um, who works for Aerosmith for the last 25 years, this is how we communicate with each other. Every time he picks up the phone, I'll go, Hi, John, this is Gene Simmons. From Kiss. And I'll go, what's up, Gene? <laughs> Not much. Listen, I hope you don't mind, but Aerosmith's entire catalog is available for $49.95 at kissonline.com. And this dude, John Bianelli, gets a phone call one day at the Aerosmith management office, which is called Vindaloo Music, and someone goes, and by the way, they had just put a tour together. Kiss right. and Aerosmith did a package right. tour that they put together. He gets a phone call, and they go, hey, John, it's a call for you. And he goes, yeah, put it through. And he picks up, and he goes, hello. Hi, John, this is Gene Simmons from From KISS. Kiss. (laughs) And John goes, what's up, you fat Jew bastard? (laughs) And there's, there's a long pause, and he hears, I'm sorry, and he goes, Craig? And he goes, this isn't Craig Gass, this is Gene Simmons from KISS. Listen, I have a question. And he gets right into his question. Didn't even care. Didn't even bat an eye. Here's the crazy thing. I start doing this Gene Simmons impression, and it's a goof. It's just a joke to mess with people like I do with any other voice that I do on the air. And then I start getting emails and phone calls and and all these people that work with Kiss start coming out of the woodwork like, dude, I got a story for you. You should tell this story. I got a story. And the stories were like terrible. Like, there was a guy who um, was working with another band. They're recording an album in Los Angeles. And he goes, hey, man, the owner of this recording studio is a huge fan of yours. Can I, you mind if I put him on the phone with you? He wants to talk to you. And I go, of course. And the guy goes, dude, I am a huge fan of your impressions, especially your Gene Simmons. Uh, because he's the first person that ever screwed me over in this business. And uh, <laughs> and I'd like to tell you the story. Um, Gene actually came into my studio a few years ago producing an album for a new artist. And at the last minute, Gene wanted to switch into my largest facility for the same amount of money. And when he showed up, he said, did you get my message? I want to go to Studio A. And I said, I did. I actually called you back. I don't know if you got my message. But someone is using that studio, and I asked them if they would switch, and they said no. Do they know that Gene Simmons from From KISS Kiss is here? (laughs) And he goes, you know what? If you want to ask him, you can ask him, but I'm not going to ask him again. He goes, all right, we're Studio A. And he goes, it's all the way down the hallway. It's the last door on the right. Gene Simmons goes walking down the hallway, opens up the door to Studio A, looks inside and sees the Wu-Tang Clan recording an album. (laughs) Closes the door. Comes back up to the front and goes, right, where's Studio B? (laughs) Never even opened his mouth to the Wu-Tang Clan. The second story that I heard was a guy who said, you know I've been working with Kiss on and off for the last 20 years, right? Okay. I got a story. You can't connect me to it. But when we were on tour, this is before Gene Simmons got married. Gene hooked up with Miss America while we were on tour. It was the reigning Miss America of that year, Gene hooked up with her. The next night, Gene hooked up with a girl, looked like a prostitute, like a really bad, like, like even the guys in the road crew were like, Jesus, did you see that? The next night, we're in a town with a day off. It's a really small town, so the band and the crew are actually staying in the same hotel, which is not normal. And he said, I was in the bar of the hotel. Right when I turned around, I saw Gene Simmons walking through the lobby of the hotel. And he's dragging this enormous girl with him through the lobby, gets in the elevator, pushes the button to his floor, and then makes eye contact with me, and then folds his arms and goes, oh, yeah, bing, and then the door's (laughs) close. Oh, yeah. And then he said the next day at sound check, he saw Gene, and he goes, Gene, hey, buddy, did you hook up with that girl last night? And he goes, Of course. And he goes, Gene, didn't you hook up with Miss America the night? He goes, Steve, Steve, listen to me, okay? I'm going to give you some valuable advice. You can't have filet mignon every night. Sometimes you got to go to McDonald's.
2: It's the worst (laughs) advice.
4: It is truly the worst (laughs) advice you could give another human being about finding love. And by the way, that whole thing about that pause and saying from kiss, that is... A real thing that happened to me that uh, when Gene Simmons, and you can see this on the internet, Gene Simmons ended up at some point getting on a plane and flying to New York and confronting me live on the air.
1: Now, was it uncomfortable when he confronts you? Because Gene has a reputation, Mm -hmm. let's say, okay, and he's known that he could be a bit prickly. Yeah. Though I hear that maybe off- behind cameras or whatever that he can be pretty cordial and, and, and kind but i would think he, i mean he's the demon he's the effing demon yeah uh you've been doing this voice for a while
2: mm-hmm.
1: you're pretty big flamethrower stern <laughs> so yeah. you know that he's heard right you know that he's heard well i don't know about it until later but you knew in your back of your mind someone's gotten this he's heard this he's heard Well, the
4: first note I got was uh, someone who works for KISS reached out to me and said, hey, I just want to let you know I work for KISS, and we want you to know that our singer, Paul Stanley, is your biggest fan. And I said, you're (laughs) kidding. And the guy said, don't tell anybody this. Paul Stanley loves when anyone makes fun of Gene Simmons, say,
2: <laughs> get out of here!
4: And that starts this whole relationship that I have with Paul Stanley. Now Paul Stanley has me perform with Kiss all the time, specifically to make fun of
1: Gene to his face. And they're like an old married couple. Yeah. They, well, they yeah. they are. They are. It's funny because the two of them started as young kids in in Jersey, and they've they, they've done like pretty much every other. Jersey couple, and they—I feel like they are retirees that have gone down to Florida, to Florida, and they're Florida, yeah. still bickering at each other, but love each other.
4: Yes, that—that that is a hundred percent accurate description of them. Well, who wears and, the pants in that relationship? Paul, a hundred percent. Really, a hundred percent. Paul is the one who makes all the decisions. On, I mean, Gene arguably is the more famous member of the band, but it's Paul Stanley who makes all the decisions. That whole show I'm doing at Roscoe's on Saturday, beginning to end. It's just making fun of KISS for the whole show. And by the way, KISS has a day off on Saturday before their show in Austin. Do you think they might? I know for a fact that people who work with KISS are going to be at my show. Uh, there's there's some production guys that are coming out. Um But it's at Roscoe's. And again, tickets, uh, you can go to Roscoe's website or you can go to getgas.com. Get gas with two S's. Everyone that I do an impression of has tried to meet me over the years. And sometimes it's uncomfortable. I do... I love doing impressions that nobody does. Like I love doing uh, like a Sam Kinison impression, you know, because you know that, that's a voice where you go, wait a second, Oh, wait a second, I thought that guy was dead. Oh, oh! like I just I love the like being able to go places that that nobody else goes, mm-hmm. you know, on, on a voice and people that um, that I do impressions of. Are usually like, oh, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. And then sometimes they get mad about it. I did a really weird impression of a guy. Every year I go to the Super Bowl and I'll hang out on Radio Row for the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. And my radio buddies, at the beginning of the week when there's no celebrities in town, they'll go, Hey, can you pretend to be a celebrity so it sounds cool back to right. Minneapolis? Right. And the only remotely sports guy I can do an impression of is Tom Arnold, who used to host the best damn sports sure. show, period. And I will do full blown. Tom Arnold when they bring me in, and they go, hey, we're being joined by Tom Arnold, live from the Super Bowl. Tom, what's going on? Hey, guys. Uh, it's amazing uh, being here. Uh, a lot of celebrities are coming into town here uh, for the Super Bowl. I was actually at a cocaine anonymous meeting last night with Brett Favre. I probably shouldn't say that out loud. Brett's got a bad coke problem, and uh, uh, his sponsor, uh, believe it or not, is uh, Bright Gumbel. Bright is addicted to upskirt porn. Uh, again, I shouldn't say that out loud, but he can't stop pumping off at work. And uh, and, and I'll just start like connecting random sports people to addictions and tom arnold came up to me once at a roast and and uh i go hey tommy he goes hey where did i know you from and i, I go I- i'm craig gass and he goes oh hey uh yeah you're great you're great and i was like oh my god but with with kiss when gene simmons actually showed up and confronted me it was our producer who we were in the middle of just doing a show. Right. And our producer, Gary, came in and said, Hi, hey guys, we, we got a problem. Uh, so Gene Simmons from Kiss just walked in the building, and he wants to beat the hell out of Craig right now. He wants to beat him up right now. And we all just kind of froze. And I said, We're not going to let him upstairs, though, right? And he said, Well, all the security guards are big Kiss fans. They're going let him make yeah. <laughs> And they you. just let Gene Simmons just walk in the building. And, yeah, you can never rely on a producer, can you? Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He it, comes in, and he was shockingly playful, and
1: sold kiss products while he was in the studio. I'm sure he did. Yeah. I'm I mean, sure he did. He leaned it. He's not a dumb guy. That's the one thing that you can you, you've registered over the years. Absolutely, he's not a dumb guy, and I think he knows he would be silly to not know the things that he does that are also silly. I think also there's something he cares because he's like, look, I've got a good. You got to roll with it. You got to roll with what you who you are and what you are. Absolutely. And, I mean, it's like. Some people are like, well, he's, he's you know, he takes himself so seriously. I'm like, no, no. he dresses up like a winged demon yeah. for a living mm-hmm. and spits blood. I don't think he really takes himself that seriously. I just think that there is, oh, look, why wouldn't you have some ego if you're a rock star? By the way, to your point, that day, that first time
4: he ever confronted me, someone gave him my cell phone number because uh, they were telling Gene that, This was a big day for me. The day that he confronted me live on the air was the
1: first night I ever headlined Caroline's. That's a big deal for a comedian. If you don't know Caroline's, uh, you know Caroline's. It has sort of like an argyle pattern on the wall, and every one of you out there has seen a comic in front Mm -hmm. of that wall. It's it's on Broadway. It's in New York. It's a huge deal. Huge deal.
4: Yeah, and someone told Gene, you know, Craig's uh, Craig's got a big show tonight. He's 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 headlining Caroline's. Someone gave him my cell phone number. (laughs) I still have the voicemail, and this is where the whole joke starts, is from this voicemail. I got a message that went, boop. Hi, Craig, this is Gene Simmons from KISS. He actually said, from KISS, on my answering machine. Like, I'm going to like confuse you with Gene yeah. Simmons from Pet Boys. Like, I know <laughs> right. who that is. right? And he goes, I want you to know, I know you're headlining Carolines, and I know this is a big deal. Number one, the KISS army is behind you. And number two, I support you. That's why I'm going to be in the front row. He came into the show with like six, seven women, sat in the front row. And when I started to get into jokes about Kiss, Gene Simmons just turned around, looked at the audience and went, he's talking about me. (laughs) (laughs) This is
1: odd because Doug Benson, you know, was in here yesterday, the same chair, talking about doing a show. In front of Gene Simmons and mm-hmm. how it can be a little intimidating because in yes. your brain, all of us around the same age. Yes. Gene Simmons was a thing. He it was probably on a poster or a tear out from Circus Magazine a or something. A your intimidating looking person. And then he's and he's even without makeup, just in public, Gene's kind of an intimidating, I mean, he's a different figure. How about and he that? he can make and break you. Mm-hmm. But having him with his cross arm, and he has a resting bitch face, we should say. Okay? You know what I mean? Whether he has a resting Gene Simmons face, and he's in the front row. and Like a judge. If you've never done comedy, which is a lot of people, you generally can't see per- past maybe row one, row two, the Correct. way the lights work. And so mm-hmm. you're really focused on just those few people. And if you're a comic, most comics have enough... Self-hatred that you cannot focus on everyone laughing and smiling and having a great time. If you focus on the one, one person, person that's not having a good time, yes. and you go, and that, that person is the same as your father who never really respected you, and now
2: you have to <laughs> just go, why
1: won't this son of a bitch smile? That, and by the way, when you talk to comics about
4: memorable gigs, they will almost Always talk about the bad gigs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. Those are some of the best stories. Dane, there was a club we all used to work at in New York that Dane Cook had the best bombing story about going on stage at 1.30 in the morning in front of six people. One of the six audience members... Had all his groceries on the table with him (laughs) because there's a Barker out front going, "Hey, comedy show, comedy show!" Like, I I got my groceries. I'll help you with groceries.
2: Give me the groceries.
4: No cover, no cover. Give me the groceries. I'll help you with the groceries. So this guy Dane goes up at one thirty in the morning. It's six people. One of them has all of his uh, groceries on. He goes, "Are those groceries?" And the guy said, "Yeah." And it's ice cream and it's melting. he, He put that on Dane. So Dane just has this awful drawn out set because they're. Exhausted and drunk, right? And one of the six audience members who is hammered gets up, stumbles over to the restroom, closes the door, and starts violently vomiting in the <laughs> bathroom. You could hear to it, the audience. Every the other yeah. five people are like they can hear this guy. And there's this long pause, and they hear, Whoosh! and the guy comes back over to seat. Dane standing on stage, and he goes, "Are you okay?" Are you okay? Are you are you feeling okay? And the guy sits down and goes, No, I just I had some bad comedy. And everyone goes,
2: Oh,
4: oh, oh, oh. And the guy with the ice cream is throwing his ice cream in the air. It's it just, not even friendly. The, the the crowd owned him. But yes, Gene Simmons comes in, sits in the front row. When I start doing jokes about him, he gets—he loves it. He's turning around, looking at people like, that's me. And then he sends a woman into my dressing room. It was Drew Barrymore's mom, Jade Barrymore, says, Gene Simmons would like to invite you to a strip club tonight. I had two of my buddies with me, and they go, dude. And I go, Can, is it okay to bring friends with me? And they, Any friend of yours is a friend of Gene's. And we go to a strip club where we end up in this back room. There's a huge couch. Gene Simmons is on one end of the couch, covered in strippers, you're right. Just a pile of strippers. That's on how top. I imagine Gene Simmons and me and my two friends on the other end of the couch going, "Yay!" <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're cheering on Gene Simmons, yay! And at one point, Gene sees me and he goes, "Wait a minute!" Hold, he recognizes I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you into this. I can see in the body language, and he goes, "Let me ask you ladies a question: Do you like stand-up comedy? You do. This gentleman right here." Is a gentleman who does the impression
5: of, of me. me. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Isn't that something? And all the strippers looked at me and I went, what's going on? And they went, nothing. And I went, okay, yeah, that's that's probably right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're hanging out. Nice. Craig, guys is going to be here all morning with us. So we have a couple other guests popping in, but he's going to hang out. And remember, show at Roscoe's this Saturday. Uh, We'll get you more details and all that, but GetGas.com.
4: The whole show, making fun of Kiss. GetGas.com, Saturday night at Roscoe's. Go to Roscoe's website or GetGas.com.
0: You know, I've been singing the praises for a long time of Tony C's original coal-fired pizza. You know, I'm a buddy with Tony. We played on the same bowling team and all that stuff. But uh, New York-style pizza, authentic Italian, at comfort food, that uh, uh, hot Italian beef sandwich. You've got... uh, got, uh, Meatball subs, garlic fries, all that good stuff. Avery Ranch Bee Cave. Uh, pizza of the Month is uh, celebrating Austin's Pet, uh, Austin Pets Alive, and National Pizza Month with the Pauly, which uh, everyone uh, that you buy, a dollar is donated to Austin Pets Alive. That's got marinara, fresh matzo, uh, burrata, basil, prosciutto crudo, and really, really good. That thin New York style pizza that you love cooked at like 900 degrees tonight. Unwind. It's Wednesday, right? Am I right? Unwind Wednesday. Half-price bottles of wine every Wednesday. That's tonight. Locally owned and operated. Go on in. Tell them I sent you and uh, maybe a good spot uh, before you head out to the Kiss Show on the
1: 29th. We made the announcement yesterday. Greta Van Fleet. Tickets aren't even on sale yet. I think they go on sale Friday, but you can win them right now. Uh, be the fifth caller. Be the fifth caller to 512 Code to win, you gotta say Craig Gass. Say Craig Gas to win. Uh, we're back. Remember Craig Gass. Oh, morning, Let me shut up for a second. I forget how to do it. Nods to the odd. Craig Gass in with us. Not of the odd. Uh, a dude is. The is <laughs> dude's pissed off. Um, Did I turn my... Is that way down? Am I way down? Oh, I might be lower here. It sounds fine to me. Yeah, I'm good. I have to worry. I, Craig, I had a stroke on air like two years ago, and I always worry that it's happening again.
3: <clears throat> for real? It was a ratings bonanza. It was really <laughs> good. <laughs> it was it was was,
0: fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed. Just us. do it on the air. <laughs> That's all we ask. <laughs> it was
1: great for us. Plus, the great thing about it is that since I did it on air, we as a... We got credit for doing one of those charity things, you know, and so we didn't have to do an emergency broadcast thing that month because they were right. like, oh, you've helped the community out by teaching it's them. In the file, the uh, public file.
4: I'll always remember my first radio gig with this guy, Bob Rivers, Twisted oh, yeah. Radio up we- in Seattle. And we, there was a woman who came in. I can't remember what the loss was. She had su- suffered some major, major tragedy in her life. And she came in to share the story because we had it was Christmas time. We raised a bunch of money for her. And I just remember her sobbing hard. She was just breaking down on the air and watching one of the interns slowly push a microphone in front of her mouth so we could catch <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
2: God. God that's
0: a
3: dude. good answer.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, we had dinner with Bob Rivers in yeah, Ireland. Yeah. Remember? He was on one of those junkets for did, uh, Jameson. Yeah, he was a great guy, man. That, he's got some stories.
1: It's just, but that's the creepy part about the business too, where because we, dude, we did a, We for a long time were doing this thing called breaking and entering. You would, you you would send us the list of people who are having a really hard year, because we thought this seemed like okay. Yeah, never mind. We're not doing. We're not doing what we're going to do. Cause okay. it's I would rather <laughs> tell stories. <laughs> I'm I'm like, I'd rather tell stories. So we did this bit for a long time called breaking and entering. Send us your sob stories. Can't can't nominate yourself. Family that's down on their luck or whatever. And we we're like, oh, this is genius. And then we'll br- we'll get the person, have access to their house, we'll break in their house, we'll, put in a, a, tree. we'll put in a Christmas tree, Whoa, wrap gift trees for the, for kids, the kids, right? This is going to be yeah. so badass and fun. What we didn't expect, because you think, oh, the stories will be, uh, their car broke down, and they've that had a hard time. they yeah. whatever.
4: <sighs> the stories were brutal, dude. You no. open that door, dude. I've done that Brutal. in a couple cities. And you open that door, and it's, and then it just becomes, how do you pick one? Here's one of them. Right.
1: The mother is told she has a, an incurable, she has a cancer that if she does not treat immediately, she likely will die. But she's pregnant. In order to do so, oh she God. must abort the child. Oh, my God. She's opted to not abort the child, but will probably pass because of not aborting the child. Oh my God! This is in a page-long letter from yeah. someone that knows her, and they're like she has two children, this third on the way, and a father. So that's five people total, and we're like, this one's great because we only need gifts for four of them. Uh, <laughs> one way or another, <laughs> is this is a real and I. But well, after like chose it, yeah, and it was just like this is and we. I mean the. The sick children, the stories you get, it was the worst meeting of the year because they'd be like, all right, (laughs) sit around and you're with promotions and a a program director, and they're like, all right, guys. And I'm like, we're. Choosing, I was like, look, and at the end of the day, all that's at stake is like a
0: $200 Walmart gift card. It's not even a good. It's it's not like you're. It's
1: like, why are you subjecting us to?
4: We have to go to therapy now. Tracy Morgan has those in his back pocket.
1: (laughs) I'll take care of whatever you need. You need some floaties or some pampers? I'll take care of you. Dude, it it would be. And then the thing is, is that here's how we designed it. We designed it so that we would go do it right after the last broadcast of the year. And then we were like, well, none of us want to sneak into the house because I don't – this is kind of brutal. So we would send somebody from promotions that they would decorate the house because we were like, well, we're on vacation now. And then you'd come back three weeks later and you didn't talk. I was like, wait, we're doing a whole promotion that there's no – because then somebody in promotions was like, can you send like – a record, can you record some of these families crying when they see oh the Oh my! Because they were like, God. they want. Because there's no payoff. They're to like, this what's bit? the payoff? It's, and they're like, no, we're
4: not. Re- your privacy.
1: Yeah. The reality is
4: that's the content. Yeah. That is the that's content. That's the Good Except Morning America we were, show. That, Except
1: yep. when we realize very quickly that's not the show we are. Like I'm not. We're not going to put these people's misery on air yeah. for the. And eventually, we just had to do away with it because it's not working. It's Man. not working. We're. I'm starting every year's holiday. With my kids going, well, I better get a PlayStation. And I'm like, at least you have a mother (laughs) who didn't die. Like another mother. By the way, that family. Ungrateful bastard. (laughs) That guy did. That guy wrote us to say thank you, and then said that the mom had passed, and we were like, "This is. Whoa!
4: Thank you for the two hundred dollar Walmart gift card. That's the worst. Can we do bikes
1: for kids next year? Yeah. Can we just give away? Can we just do? Yeah. Can we do a kissing Santa, kiss drunk Santa thing? Because this is not. It's very uncomfortable. But radio is also just. I when I was thinking about taking this job and it had been offered, I called a guy, another guy that I knew in radio. Not not you guys, sorry Bob, but you were offering the job and I did wasn't quite sure. Right. Also, and Greg, you know this that you know how many guys on the road make fun of morning radio, right? Which is ridiculous because it's the what they make fun of is a rare thing in, in radio that doesn't really exist. Well. It is a rare thing. It just happened to be that where my tours would go, <laughs>
2: would hit I herself. hit all
1: of the I hit all of the stations where I was like, "This is miserable." Yeah. <laughs> um, and I remember, and I I called a guy, and he said, "Can he?" Because he was in radio, and I and I asked him, "Uh, you know what?" Do you, and he goes, "Here's what I'll tell you. I have a blast." It's the most disgusting business I've ever been attached to, and I used. A hundred. He goes percent. He goes. I used to work at strip clubs, so I mean, it was really. <laughs> yeah, that's about right.
4: It sets up your your discomfort. Radio is the worst business I've ever been in, and I worked for cocaine dealers.
1: <laughs> Bob's just got. Bob's came up with it, didn't you? That we're we're one wrong. We're the yeah. one wrong below on the, stripper on the entertainment ladder. Yeah, it's, dude. It's, no, it's the,
0: carnival barker. DJ. Stripper. So we're above
4: Carnival Bark. We're right in between Carnival Barker and and Stripper. And I'm talking daytime Stripper too. (laughs) I like that, like noon. I'm happily going way off course with you guys on this because in radio, the stories about friends of mine who've been fired in radio are some of the most brutal stories Mm. I've ever heard in my life. There was a, I remember being in Buffalo for the first time and just hearing about a story from some friends up in Buffalo who said that there used to be a Heritage Rock station in Buffalo that was around forever and there were signs posted all over the station this friday at six pm because they closed the doors mm-hmm. at five at six p.m this friday mandatory meeting at the Mexican radio at the mexican um Restaurant? Uh, restaurant down the street. God damn That's it. I, it's always a Mexican it's always, I was she, getting ready she, to tell a story. Every every it's going to be the same story, I bet. Except without, okay, I'm sorry. We're interrupting you. Mexican restaurant down the street. All right, Everybody man. has to be there. All the on-air staff, all the salespeople. It's a mandatory meeting this Friday, 6 p.m., at the Mexican restaurant down the street. 5 p.m., the people who work in the building during the day clock out. They go down to the Mexican restaurant. The owners get in front of everybody and they said, hey, so we wanted to tell you, I know you guys have been hearing a lot of rumors and it's true uh, starting on monday we're going spanish everyone starts laughing because they're at a mexican, <laughs> mexican <laughs> restaurant you invited us to yeah. a mexican That'd restaurant to tell us we're going nobody believes it people are pointing at the at the wait staff right. and going is that our new morning show uh, right, right. <laughs> right they're all laughing they're having a great time and then but but they don't budge they go no we're this is everybody you know this is happening and then someone goes so wait a minute uh, i have a question so w- we're all fired like we're actually fired Because if that's true, I have to go back to work because I have stuff from my home at my desk. I need to go in the building. And they said, "Oh, well, we actually took care of that." And people started walking in with boxes Boxes. (laughs) at five p.m. when everybody clocked out. There was a team that ran through the building, took everything out of all the desks, threw all your crap into a. (sighs) This is Matt's. This is Bob's, and they threw. And that isn't even the worst. I think the worst story I've ever heard. And I, I shouldn't say the market, because it really narrows this down. But
3: You're telling of, horror stories to there, the kids there, right there, now. There's, there's, a,
4: there's a friend of mine I know who had a morning radio show. It was six people in the studio, w- was the cast of this morning show. Six people. Rock Radio Station. And uh, their contract's coming up, and he goes to, mm-hmm. their, goes to the PD, like, hey, do you guys want to start talking? Go, ah, we'll get back to you, we'll get back to you. So he tells his agent, see if you can get another offer. He gets an offer from a competing building in the same city, and he goes to the PD and says, hey, we got an offer, and it's a pay raise for all six people. Uh, What do you want to do about this? And they said, well, we'll crunch some numbers, and we'll get back to you. The last show before Christmas, and by the way, whenever you say last show before Christmas, every radio person knows what's going to happen in the (laughs) story. Their last show before Christmas, they said, hey, the PD wants to talk to you. So he goes up to her office, and she goes, hey, so we crunched some numbers, and we decided that we're not going to match the offer. And he goes, okay. So, so we're done? And she goes, but we did match the offer for the other five members of the show.
2: <laughs> oh!
4: Uh, that was a gut laugh from Matt that I did not expect. All, I didn't see it coming. It just his, so close. All five of his co-hosts all negotiated behind his back, which, by the way, there's a lot more to that story. Yeah, yeah, sure. I can imagine. I, I remember telling Bill Burr, uh, comedian Bill Burr, the story about how uh, this guy had become a, uh, a born-again Christian and would do these... Unbelievable testimonials on the air every Friday morning, and I'm not a really religious person, and I found those testimonials to be really entertaining, and he was the number one morning show in that market, despite the fact that on a rock station, he was doing testimonials every Friday, and it was really popular, but apparently, once he had this new faith... He started getting really involved in everybody's life right. and telling them how to live their lives. And right. I remember Bill Burr going like, "Ah, oh, you know what? I'm starting to change my feelings about this guy." You know, it's like it's 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 a there's a twist in that story that you go, "Okay, I, you know, I, I think I, I understand a little more." And the five remaining cast members had to come back on the Monday of their first day of their Christmas vacation to just do a show to explain,
1: "Hey, there's more to this story." Well, it's it's. I can't get too much into it because it's very close to home.
4: Oh, oh this is close. Uh, this hey, is how close. about
1: Al Pacino now?
4: Could <laughs> you do a little Al <laughs> Dude, my first episode of Family Guy, I did Al Pacino. Okay, this, I gotta hear this. this, 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 my... this, this uh, I get a call from this girl, Linda LaMontagne. She says, hey, Craig, my name's Linda. I'm the casting director for Family Guy, American Dad, and at the time, The Cleveland Show, And um, and I don't know if you're available, but we'd like to offer you a job working on our shows. When she called me, I was sitting in a long John Silver's when she called me. I was like, I'm available. I'm, I'm, I couldn't be more available <laughs> right now. Right. My first episode, I walk in, and it's just me and Seth McFarlane. We're the only two people in the studio. There's another guy uh, in uh, running the board. And uh, and I see Seth, and it's the first TV show I've ever worked on that I'm excited about. Like I I, I never watched King of Queens before I was on it. I never watched Sex in the City before I was on it. But Family Guy, American Dad... These are shows that I'm they're, like they're in your wheelhouse they're, they're, they're in your my w- fans. And so I'm excited. Matt, you ever like meet someone and and just overshoot? Do you, do you ever get
1: too excited to, pe- to when people? I, when I met Bob. Yeah, that was uh <laughs> yes, and also my wife. Uh yeah, but yeah, no, I I I tend to just shut down. I, I tend to completely shut down if I'm an actual fan. I cuz I think probably when I was younger, I did the way you talk where, you, where I was like I'm going to tell you all of the stories right now, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, because I, I I may not get this
4: opportunity again. My excitement was palpable, and I I noticed I didn't realize I was doing it. But Seth kept calming me down. Every time he'd make a joke, I'd go, <laughs> and he'd go, relax, dude. And i go, oh, all right. all right." And then we, <laughs> we go in the studio, and he goes, he goes, it's going to be quick. He goes, we got a bunch of people today. We're just He goes, you just got the one line. Let's just do this. And Seth kept doing one line as Peter Griffin, where he kept saying, this is crazier than when Al Pacino was a slumlord laundromat tenant. And then they cut to me as Al Pacino, surrounded by a bunch of broken down washers and dryers, going, you're out of order. <laughs> <laughs> and you're out of order, <laughs> and you're all out of order, <laughs> and we do that three times, and Seth McFarland goes, all right, man, I think we're good, and I'm so nervous, because I believe in my mind, we're going to be friends now, right, because right. we're hanging out together, right. so I grab myself, and I go, hey, so um, you want to hang out, Or and he goes, what? What do you mean? Hang out? And I go. I know You, you want to go to a Mexican food restaurant? I go. <laughs> I go you want to grab a coffee or something? And He goes. I got to work. And I said, All right. You want me to leave? And he goes. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. And yeah, I go, I, oh, I, I'm sorry. I gotta, oh, I'm, sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know I'm if sorry. you know this,
1: but I have a uh, I have a top rated show that I have to produce. <laughs> yes. I write it. I voice it. Yes. I produce it. Uh, all that stuff. So I and direct it. So it's been fun, Craig. But goodbye.
4: I walk out, I don't hear from them again for six months. Linda was so excited about having me work on the show, she doesn't call me again. And then after six months, she goes, uh, hey, Craig, it's Linda. Can you do this voice or this voice or this? I go, "I can do whatever you want. I can do whatever you want. Right. And every time I've come back to do another episode of Family Guy or American Dad, Seth McFarlane's never around. <laughs> it's always a guy named Mike Henry who does the voice of Cleveland and the crowd right. guy. And every time I see Mike, I'll go, hey, Mike, his... Uh, Seth around? And every time I see him, he goes, Don't worry about Seth. We'll get you out of here real quick. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you out of here oh, real him quick. Out. Yeah, dude. I overdid oh, it. I overdid man. it. By the way, we're going way off course. The show that I'm doing on Saturday night at Roscoe's is all KISS. I'm making fun yeah. of KISS for an entire hour. And we'll get back to that. But I'm just, you know, I just want you to know if you come out to the show on Saturday at Roscoe's and all the obviously you can go to Roscoe's website or getgas.com. It's and who knows it's, who might show up. Oh We don't know. It's a Saturday night. The band has a day off, yeah, and they nope. will be in Austin on Saturday. So Ross goes get, get uh, gas. We have some
1: super Kiss fans. I know they're going to come out and see you. Getgas.com. Remember, uh, get Craig, gas with two S's. Craig's last name has those two S's. Uh, we're coming right back in. Our friends from Taboo. I believe Christina's already in the building, and we're going to chat some uh, best costume ideas for uh, all you sluts out there. You can dress up like Kiss. <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah, this now is it's good a party as well. <sighs> This is the part where when I talk, when I talk sometimes to my kids and I try to explain what I do because young kids have no interest in the radio anymore because we're not on TikTok. And I sometimes I'm, I'm proud and I feel like I wish my kids were more proud of what I did. Yeah. And then I remember also that my job sometimes is I'm literally talking about my butthole mm-hmm. and then reminding people. About taboo, and you're talking about things that you told them not to talk about. <laughs> I, I'll be honest <laughs> I mean, with you. you know what I, mean? I never like, told you're, my you're kids. You're behaving like a juvenile. I've never been that way. I, look, now I'm getting serious. But I've told my kids you can talk about anything you want to, and you can use any words you want to. You got to pay the consequences. You got to pay the consequences, though. Right. Though. right? And I said, what you should do is you should always gauge your audience. That's what I told them. Uh-huh.
2: Know I told the I, room.
1: Know the room. I said because that's how your dad has made a living. Know the room. Know that if you drop an mf -er at school, you're probably going to have to pay some consequences. If you drop an mf -er around your grandparents, there's probably some consequences. If you do it around me and you've really burned somebody who's walking down the street uh, that's a stranger and it makes me laugh, you're going to get a high five. That's how that works. That time that my daughter called that bird trainer... uh, an effing loser. <laughs> I was just like, well, he is. Wow. He, he trains birds. He is an effing loser. You're right. And I was like, yeah, good. Well done. It was worked appropriate. It worked appropriate. Christina's here. She's joining us from Taboo. She's been in here before. It's hey. good to see you. Today. Hey. And you have a very interesting job as well. I do. Which is that you talk to people who want to make their horny lives a little more fun. All day long. All day long. Yes. And i said this about Taboo a lot because people do. I think a lot of people who could benefit. From taboo, let the voices in their heads from mom and dad or grandparents or growing up in the what is the buckle of the Bible Belt down here in Texas uh, intimidate them into not going. And we try to encourage people, it's like, hey, it's kind of a couples focused boutique. And I always mention the big windows out front. <laughs> and the point in that being is that sometimes I think people have this image of a little, they knock on a door. A little thing slides open the door, <laughs> like and they're like, what do you need? And I'm like, hey. I need something to put in my butt. And they're like, come in. <laughs> There's a guy <laughs> in the ring <laughs> card, yeah. and it's... You're, you're, we, we do have
6: a password,
1: yeah. You do have things you can put in your butt, but... but but, but. But you, there is no pat you you just go in and it's a friendly place.
6: Exactly. I mean it's it's not going to have blacked out windows and guys in raincoats, you know. Um we're going to have, you know, it's it's not going to be a superstore either. It's not going to it's not going to look like a spirit Halloween. We're <laughs> we <we're, laughs> I would rather drill screws of my toes than go to Spirit
1: Halloween right now. Okay. Well, yeah. And you do have a bunch of I mean the we, we know the truth, which is that Halloween started for as a way to entertain kids and keep them from from throwing eggs at houses, so hundred years ago mm-hmm. or something, one of these towns said, "Let's get kids to dress up so, and, and do parades to, to distract kids."
6: Well, no, and, no longer.
1: And then it went from there. Yes. For a, it was a real opportunity for a girl to go. I want to go. They say never go full slut, but I want to go full <laughs> slut tonight. Yeah, it is sledding. It is, and I really want, I want to put. I want to put it all out there.
6: Well, I mean, it's, it's human nature. Like the the air is getting colder, the temperatures are changing, it's cuffing season, and everybody wants Whoa. to hook up. Everybody wants a human body, somebody warm to hook up with over mm, the winter. When the so cuffing start? Everybody's going to make bad decisions. Right. On Halloween, That's and why Halloween we want to help you make those holiday. bad
0: decisions. You, you think it's the greatest yeah. holiday. Do you it's know when holiday. someone walks in the door, what they might be looking for, or what kind of person you, you've got to be a pretty oh, good judge of God. character at you this can, point. You can who's always going to be timid, tell. or
4: who's what they're looking for. Always, yeah. yeah. Any any anyone's profile that you go to on say Facebook, and then the the photo albums are broken down to categories. Mm-hmm. Which category do you go into when you're looking at a girl's?
1: I usually go to fish pictures. I really want to see whatever fish they've caught that week and are holding up. But then after that, it's always spring break, bikini, Halloween. Halloween. yeah, Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. The Halloween photo album. Yeah, you want to see what the inner demons are. Mm-hmm. For sure. And yeah. you do get busier this time of year with people oh, coming in. And you say that you can kind of tell when they walk in what they're looking for. Yeah,
6: I mean, if she's like wearing Ugg boots and she's carrying a frappuccino, schoolgirl. Automatically, Really? <laughs> really? I like this. Okay. She wants to get her a crypto bro, and she's going to do it. We're,
2: we're going to help her. We're going to
1: help her. Yeah. I like that you're part... I mean, you're part... You're not a sales associate. You are a... You're a... Wait, you're, you're a... You're a matchmaker for... <laughs> horse <laughs> I'm, I almost want to dump that out because that's not what you do but yeah, you're it's you're hard to describe you're try, you try to help people improve their lives it's
6: I do sometimes I feel like a bartender you know behind the counter because people just will absolutely tell you everything but it's great I enjoy it I enjoy helping people enjoy themselves and you've been
1: doing it for a long time
6: I have and life is too short you know for boring sex
1: do you think that you know more about people even faster than their therapists do
6: Absolutely. Absolutely. I would agree.
1: I'll bet she hears the best stories.
6: I mean, when when I get a phone call, I know immediately within the first three seconds what they're going to ask for, especially if it's a man. If he takes a slow exhale and does a little giggle, oh, it's butt stuff. Really?
2: Oh, yeah. Why is it so shameful
6: for (laughs) us? I don't know. It's 2023. Make friends with your prostate. And then are you
0: like, <laughs> I'm the then, uh, me. on the phone? Are you like Chewy? <laughs> <laughs> is
2: that? Is <laughs> that? I mean,
6: we, we've had our conversations.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah no. there's... and <laughs> it's <is funny>. like, <laughs> what? What are other types that you could get on the phone that tell you what you're getting ready to get? Oh gosh. I mean, how many people come in to buy stuff for? I just, I'm just looking for a gag gift. But you know it's not a gag gift. Oh right, you're right. So for a friend, I'm here for a friend. i uh, We want to get this. We want to get this giant prostate <laughs> massager for a buddy of ours.
2: Who's we? It's just you. What are you talking about? You know, right now? I
6: think one of the things that we do well is we just want to make it okay for you. If mm-hmm. you've got Thank this you. thing in the back of your head that you've been thinking about, you're not hurting anybody else. You're a consenting adult. For God's sake, just ask for it. That's what we're here for.
0: Right. Yeah. If you can't do it there, where can you do
6: it? Exactly. Nobody's going to judge you.
4: It's the confessions. It's the personal revelations you hear from people I think are fascinating. Mm -hmm. What does somebody have to say to you that makes you go, oh, wow, and that you'll remember that revelation?
6: Oh, gosh, there's been so many over the years. Um, I've had a lot of people in the ministry
2: Wow! Oh,
1: who? and not the band that's located here. Hats off to Al Jorgensen. but yeah, exactly. yeah, huge comedy fan by the way, Al. Yeah, Jorgensen.
6: Um, and you know people, you know people in politics um, and, and this and that who who call to just they just want to. Confess things wow. out of the blue unasked, and uh, I've, I've heard all kinds of things.
0: Hey, <laughs> hey, keeping it on topic, is there any kiss branded stuff in taboo? <laughs> is like, is there a rabbit with? The logo on I'm glad you I
4: brought wish that there up. Was. <laughs> this is Gene Simmons from Kiss. And no, we don't have any sex toys, but do you know it's only 40 days until Hanukkah? So right now <laughs> at kissonline.com, get your Paul Stanley, Harry matzo balls. At kissonline.com.
6: Because, you know, nothing Boom. gets women hot like Jean Simmons. Gene Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> we are all so wet right now. Oh my God. How,
2: often, how often
4: do women that come into your store, and I, I would imagine this is more of a, uh, a, a woman thing that would come up than, mm-hmm. than a man would be willing to ask this, that a woman says, hey, would you like to join in with us?
6: It definitely happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people assume that you know, if you work in a sexually oriented store, that you're also, you know, Open. on the table. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm. I, I guess I should be flattered. But uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: But it, <laughs> I guess that means that your next question, you don't need to ask, Craig because she doesn't want to join you. <laughs> Dude, I'm still
4: traumatized from my childhood at being at Skate Country and thinking that a girl wanted to do the couple skate with me and, and hearing her go, oh, no. F, no. And I, have to, oh. I not only have to like get away from her, I have to skate away, and I'm a terrible skater. So I would <laughs> never, ever... I have to be absolutely <laughs> certain before I even attempt to flirt with somebody. It is the day that you learn to skate backwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You creeped
1: yeah. Away. yeah, I've had some uh, trauma. Christina, what what are the big... I mean, I guess we have... There's the state There's the nurse. Oh, yes, there's the nurse.
2: (laughs) I like that
1: you're so exhausted with the nurse.
6: Jesus, one more nurse. Kill me.
1: What about the
0: Catwoman?
6: There's Catwoman, there's Sexy Uh, Devil, there's French Maid, there's uh, St.
0: Pauli Girl.
6: uh, I think we have a St. Pauli Girl. You know,
0: that look, that that German beer. Of course,
6: there's a little red riding head. Actually, okay, name a profession, any mundane profession. Radio hosts. <laughs> we have sexy radio hosts. Oh, wow. We
2: Can I have, just say have, that like, does
1: not exist?
6: Sexy CPA.
1: Okay. What it size is, do you want? But is, what I was going to say, if you have sexy radio hosts, you better have triple XL. Because that is the only well, size that fits. I mean, we're, is, very,
4: we're very inclusive. We carry all sizes of sexy radio hosts. What's the sexy radio host costume besides the free t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs>
6: Headphones, like microphone. dad bod, you know. <laughs> <Dad> bod. Sorry. <laughs> you, I'm it sorry. Feels a little judgmental right now. I'm sorry. Right That's now. I'm sorry. It, this is early for me. <laughs> <It's hilarious.
4: laughs> you know? That's
1: You were spot on. I love you. Yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> Good. Uh, crippling self doubt. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. what, what it would be more. You are experienced. There's a lady you out there right now who wants to do something sexy but wants to be clever and. And unique as well. Do you have suggestions to them about something that you've seen that you're like, okay, that's good. That actually doesn't tire me out like the sexy nurse.
6: Um, I would say just be creative and build your own. We we have so many accessories that will let you, you know, explore your little secret fantasies that you don't want to tell anybody about. Your little your little alter ego. Go is that. I mean you don't have to be a nurse, you don't have to be a maid. You can be whatever. Mix you and want. match.
0: Do a top nurse, bottom uh
1: something else. Yeah. Uh, it- insurance adjuster. Yeah. So yes. now I can right. I can do my entire healthcare <laughs> horror all together right there.
6: No, I mean I wanna see some weird crap. I wanna see like sexy Elon Musk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, wait. I okay. <laughs> sexy Elon Musk is we already discussed sexy radio host and I think it's the same costume, isn't yes. it? <laughs> it's, it's terrifying. It. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna dig in here because you talked about because Randy sent us over toys. Yes, sir. And I want to see what all we have. Oh, my God. Wow. That is- look at that. That is. I know what that one does. Doesn't
6: that look fun? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh,
1: that one touches all the spots. Mm-hmm. Let's see. And then there's one more down in here. Oh, what is this? Oh. Sliquid. What is slickwood? Sliquid
6: is lubricant. Ladies and gentlemen, you need lube. Don't don't fight the lube. Mm-hmm. Lube mm-hmm. makes everything feel better, mm-hmm. whether you're by yourself or with a friend. This and if you're definitely if you're using sex toys, so Sliquid is a water-based lubricant. It doesn't contain glycerin and all those baddies that are bad for her for her nether regions. Okay,
1: because I say I see that it says organics. Correct. And this is so this is like a. So there's Whole Foods, and then there's whole, whole liquids.
2: Yes, absolutely. So there's
6: there's a lot of liver, you know the type of stuff that you might buy at HEB, not so great, can kind of set her off, create reactions. So we can oh, you mean the good like Crisco?
1: Stuff. Is that not
6: encouraged? Crisco is for cookies. Okay. Uh, oh, is
2: that what we're calling them? Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, I'm going to ask you another question. Yeah. I want to ask you about the rechargeable Thunder Bunny. Do you know the rechargeable Thunder Bunny? Show a- it to
6: me. Oh, now I see it. Okay, that. Friends is hey, sorry, sorry. Sorry. no, it's
1: okay. We got to a comment. Just say that we or uh, it's I a can. vibrating C ring.
6: It's a vibrating C ring.
1: Bluetooth speaker. My God, that's a filthy mouth on Christina. Uh, <laughs> sorry, a, no, you're not in trouble. It's no, part of the thank fun, you. Yeah, Thunder oh, no. Bunny, and I like that you're pretending that you didn't know what this was by name. Well,
6: I, yeah, I way to play it.
1: innocent. So you uh, know.
6: It'll help you bring the thunder. So, I mean, obviously, even if you're a great lover, you can't vibrate, guys. This vibrates at 5,000 RPMs. Can you do that? No, probably not. That's also an
0: ultrasonic
1: cleaner, isn't it? I think
2: (laughs) think (laughs) you can actually,
0: as you're doing it, it cleans your records. cleans your your, Absolutely. You can put this
1: in a bucket with your wife's rings, and it cleans them all up. They look fantastic. Uh,
6: It's double duty, yeah. So, so, um, so I mean, don't feel bad that, you know, you can't get her off clitorally. It's the way that we're built. Your target zone is going to be about an inch and a half away from her ultimate target wait zone. Wait a minute. You're
0: saying God made a
2: mistake? Yeah. I she's am saying, saying God
6: made
0: a <laughs> mistake.
2: I'm
6: shaking my fist at the sky and saying, damn it, why couldn't you put it closer together? Well, this is going to help you cover the distance. It's going to give her, can I say clitoral?
1: You just did I think so. clitoral clinical. Yeah. stimulation
6: clinical. during relations, as it were, and uh, it's going to help get these, her off faster. Are, are these you,
0: devices all rechargeable now? At absolutely.
6: This point? Nobody's
1: using nope. batteries right. anymore.
6: Yeah. That's so old now, school. But
1: I know, but rechargeable. <sighs> Because you, you, the kids have taken all the cables in the house. <laughs> How
0: am I getting... I don't know where any of the cables are. How do the I get USBC, this done? Who's got
1: my USB-C? Now I'm, I'm fumbling. You know you're going to put it, it... Yeah. The USB-C is a lot like my uh, my penis. I put it in the wrong way the first time, every time. <laughs> Ouch. Then take yeah, another slide, and it, it turns out that the wrong way was the right way in the beginning. Uh, a USB charger core Oh, I know what this is, because... That's like an egg? Well, we've all... We've all For research purposes, we've all seen Chatterbait or whatever. This is the thing where you can, one person has the remote control. Oh, Oh, okay. But now this is like anything else. You will lose the remote control in the sofa cushions, (laughs) Right. and you'll have to ask the kids to help you find it. Um, that seems to be a popular thing in the last few years.
6: This is this is a huge deal because it's remote control and it's quiet, which means that she can wear it during really boring, mundane daily activities like
1: work. conversations yeah. with your husband, like <laughs> you, football, uh, NFL yeah. Sunday football.
2: You're, you're sitting there
6: at the DMV and you're waiting for your number to come up. You know, it, it, it'll just help you pass the time. Or you know, when you're you're you know on date night, you know you're. out us have Jane
0: Simmons read the description on it, because I feel like oh, this God. should have a Gene Simmons KISS logo
4: on it. Hi, this is Gene Simmons from KISS, and this is Kinky <laughs> Bunny Plus. Rechargeable dual vibe has been improved with two powerful independent BAM mo- motors. <laughs> Each delivering 12 mind-blowing Detroit Rock City functions <laughs> to both your G-Spot and Clitoris. I'm talking to you, Beth. Go to kissonline.com. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right.
1: <laughs> that fantastic. That's everybody makes different versions now, but everybody knows, at this point, I would hope, the rabbit. And uh, the mm. rabbit is dudes, get over yourselves. Every, if you have a lady you care about in your life, there should be at least one rabbit. In the house, agreed or not, or not agreed. Thank
6: you for saying that, Matt. We we all appreciate that.
1: I feel like the rabbit is one of those things that it may not be the only toy, but it's one that a lot of ladies are like. This is a, this is a quality. Well, it this should is, be in
0: the adult toy hall of fame. Though, it really should. It, should. it should.
5: It should.
1: I don't know if it's been nominated yet. But. Uh, yes, they they it, as far as. Making, helping a woman get there, I think next to the wallet is probably the best design. <laughs> a, the kinky bunny, the rabbit, whatever. Okay. The ears, the, the flippy floppy ears have, have done some real wonders Absolutely. in the world.
6: And this particular item is great. I love this brand. This Vito. brand is Vito, and we Vito. should talk about
1: it because now some people go in and they go, oh, well, this Vito, it costs uh, twice what I'm seeing on the, it, it's worth every dollar.
6: Well, let's talk about this. So you've probably heard of Lilo. Yep. If you have a lady friend. Everybody knows who Lilo is. It's kind of like the expensive handbag of sex toys, right? But I'm—I sell it. It's a great product, but I have to admit it's ridiculously expensive. You're going to pay two hundred, three hundred dollars for a vibrator. Um, I would say Vito is makes the same products, same internal components, same materials, same warranty, but half the price. So it's kind of like the working girls Lilo. Like you do can you, actually afford a Vito. Yeah. Price. Do you go
0: to a convention or to a buyer's thing? every year to uh,
6: not anymore or market I used to. or whatever there's, they there's call really, that there's no need retailers to anymore go. because no. we're all online There's all right. no, you know unless you just want to go to Vegas I'm no, just trying to get make terrible decisions yeah. now there's no need uh,
1: yeah. uh okay well that's great uh here's the deal you want to pick up all this stuff and we've been trying to encourage you to get stuff that's going to last a bit and frankly you can get fun stuff at Taboo that you're going to be able to keep around the house for a while and it's just going to be a little nicer to do uh Thank you for coming in, Christina. Thank you, Thank you also to much. Taboo for over thirty years of trying to break down some of the the barriers and the taboos, if you will. In uh, you know we're in a we're in the neck of the we're in a country started by Puritans, <laughs> and sometimes people still have a little fear. And uh, it should be the best part of your day.
4: Quick question: What's the dumbest question that you get in your line of work when people come in? Consistently, Mm. the dumbest question. Gosh.
1: Where is Pluckers? What do
6: you use? Mm. (laughs) Every woman that works in a sex shop has a guy that's jangling his keys in his pocket. And it's a dude. Oh, wow. And giggling. And he Mm. says, What do you use? And uh, that's our
1: least favorite question. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. What? I would imagine. What what do you, how do you usually respond to that?
6: Um, (laughs) I'm pretty rude. So, um, you know, I, I deal with people like that pretty swiftly.
1: Mm. Out? It's time to go? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have an air about you that you're pretty tough. Were you a roller girl?
6: I was a roller girl for 13 years. Wow, what now. a call. Yeah, And then I did or uh, do MMA um, for the last eight
1: years. Oh, <laughs> So. So you're really the wrong person to F with. <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of patience. <laughs> Thank you very much, Christina. Tabu, at uh, yeah. Corner of uh, Burnett and Research and uh, also online, T-A-B-U, Tabu Toys. And uh, we'll see you in a couple of months as we talk about everything. I'm assuming, I'm hoping we'll see you before Valentine's Day or Valentine's Arbor Day. Day, which is the other really big sex holiday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and happy cuffing season. Thank happy you. Cu- remember... If you don't get cuffed up by now, it's it's also breakup season soon, because if you don't break up before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. then you're stuck for three months mm. before you can split without looking like an
2: a-hole.
1: <laughs> hey, can I move that three to the last break? Can we do that? Sure. You can do anything you want, man. Uh, thanks to Christina from Taboo. We also have... Uh, all morning, Craig's been in here. Craig Gas, GetGass.com. G A S S. I know a lot of you are going to want to go see. And remember, this is if you are joining us later in the show. Craig's been hanging out since early. All, I don't want to call it. It's not a Chris, uh, not a Kiss tribute show. It's the opposite. It is you making fun of the band Kiss for an show. hour. Mm-hmm. Craig is a, a great stand up comic, Does beginning to end. The- beginning to end, but you strangely have developed. The blessing of KISS, and it's really you, really insulting, the the easiest, or at least the most fun target, Gene Simmons. To the point where I've done multiple
4: shows with KISS, and then it turns into, I go from making fun of Gene, and making fun of KISS, and how much they they just want money, to performing with KISS, and now, the KISS army, Mm -hmm. the, the dedicated KISS fans, they call themselves the KISS army, now hate me... More than Gene Simmons ever did. Because
0: really? Big, hey, can you characterize what the like?
2: Do what is not, a, what is a
0: typical member of the Kiss Army?
4: How would you describe them? What what uh, what? How would you characterize them? There are fans because Kiss was one of the first bands. Now almost everyone's doing. Kiss was one of the first bands to do the C- VIP meet and greet. You pay a thousand dollars and you get a photo with Kiss. Which, by the way, I get that. Those are iconic faces, those those makeup mm-hmm. faces. So the idea of getting a photo of yourself with those four guys in their costumes, I, I understand the value. So they of invented the rock VIP experience.
0: Before they, then, it was just your front row or your your back of the arena. There's just a ticket.
4: Now they've got experience. Experiences. Then Gene started doing his own hustle on the side. You, you buy a base. You can buy my bass that I play on stage, which, by the way, that is not the. Uh, he has this company that makes these bases. They cost three hundred dollars to make these bases. He sells it for seven thousand dollars. I would expect nothing less. <laughs> but here is what you get: before, doesn't even come in b- tune. Before, before you think about the right. overpriced bass, he'll meet you before the show. What's your name? Okay. Oh, great. Hey, what, what do you want me to write on this big? I'll, I'll put whatever you want on this bass. It's that big axe one, right? The, it, the, you have your choice, and the axe is one of them. Okay. And then I will write down to Matt whatever you want, song lyrics, whatever you want, and then he'll tell you song number four is I Love It Loud, and that's when I play your bass. And you get a good seat. Oh, and he's playing your signed bass he's on stage. He's playing your you... signed... On, yeah. And you watch him on stage. You got to meet him privately. He he talks to you. He signs the bass. And then you watch him play it. And at the end of the night, they give you a case
1: that has a KISS logo on it. And you go home with that bass. So
4: it's I, I seven want Ger. to
1: do it. I want to somehow raise Seven Gurr. And what I want him to sign on it is, <laughs> is I got up charged $6,700 for this bass. Dude, and I, I want it on there while he plays there are people that are going to be at my show on saturday night
4: because kiss has the day off on on saturday so a bunch of they're they're in town on saturday when right. do the show and there's a guy that works for gene he's his base tech and i remember we were going to do a show when we we're going to do the kiss cruise and i mentioned to all the guys in the road crew i said by the way uh, my first performance on the cruise is the sail away night so if you guys want to hang out and everyone was like, oh, dude, I'm there, man. We don't have a show until, you know, the second night. Except for Gene's tech, who said, oh, I got to string all his bases for the, for the VIP meet and greets. And I was like, how many did he sell? And he said, 70. What? <laughs> 70? At he, seven. In at one, seven, girl. At seven grand a piece. At 70 base experiences where you get, he, he sold seven. how does he play all those bases? He does uh, a sail away show two um uh uh, uh oh, gotcha perform- he's just he's just flipping bases every, the entire time every song is another base he grossed four hundred and ninety thousand minus uh three hundred dollars per base that's t- uh twenty one thousand dollars he took home he netted four hundred sixty
1: nine thousand dollars from fans that bought those bass packages. Bob is an incredible designer and he loves doing t shirts for our events, but he's always like. The problem is, if I go the extra ink color, then I'd have to charge fans the, and I don't want, because we're loath to charge our fans any money for anything, and I wish we had a little more Gene Simmons in us, Mm -hmm. the idea of, hey, look, hey, I'll wear this t-shirt during
0: today's show. And (laughs) and so there's
4: there's times when I've made jokes in front of him when he's shown up to do an appearance and in front of him, I just keep cutting him off and saying, you know, that reminds me, if you go to kissonline.com right now, we have a new product called the Kiss Toilet. Now, you might be asking yourself, what's the difference between a regular toilet and a Kiss Toilet? Our toilet is a pay toilet. You have to put in a quarter while you do your business and you listen to Deuce while you do your business. <laughs> and he'll look at me after the bit and go, you know, I could do that. I of could course sell, he could. I could sell the He absolutely toilet. could. And he's actually taken some of the goofy ideas that I've done and tried to turn them into actual products. He just, he, I, I admire it that he laughs at himself. I really do. I, I love that he laughs. Well, at I think uh,
1: deep down we all would love to be it, be that free. We're like, well, we because we we always care too much about what others think about. Yeah, us.
4: and and to just do whatever you want. His son Nick comes to the comedy store all the time, and he's always telling me. He said. He always says, dude, my dad started to get a sense of humor right when you showed up. Like, if you would have started doing that impression of my dad, like even a few years earlier, like it would have been a problem. He, he literally he did not laugh at himself. Then. Physically would have assaulted you. He would have physically assaulted you. But right when you showed up and started doing that impression, he started laughing at himself and he started developing this idea of doing a TV show, uh, the Gene Simmons family jewels, um, where he just like pokes fun at himself
1: and who he is and, and is unashamedly. Well, in in our business, I mean, I don't even understand the concept of not being able to laugh at yourself. That was I think that's a big thing that all of us had in our Mm -hmm. families. Chewy talks about a lot that his, his whole family, the way they show love is to insult you. My family made fun of you at the dinner table every single night. That's that was our conversation was belittling. Each other. But not in a cruel way. It was just sort of building up the callus.
4: And that's what he does to me whenever I go to shows. He always has people that pay top dollar just to hang out with him. They'll pay $10,000 a piece to hang out with Gene for a day. And he'll have me over and he'll go, all right, come here. Craig, come here. And I'll go, "Hey, what's up? These are my friends. I want you to entertain them. Go." And I go, "Oh, hey. What's <laughs> happening? I'm Craig. I'm a stand-up comedian." And he'll go, "Come on, impressions. Impressions. Get, get to the uh, Oh, what do you uh what do you guys like? Do you want to hear uh uh Tracy Morgan or uh Christopher Walken?" And then I'll I'll start doing impressions for them. I remember one group of friends, somebody asked me, "How do you learn how to do those voices? Do you like do you practice?" And I say, uh, no, it's um it's kind of a weird story, but I grew up in a deaf family and uh everyone in my family is deaf. So I, I learned how to talk by watching T V and they said, Wow, is that true? Your family's deaf and I said, Yeah. And Gene goes, It's true. His family's deaf and he's dumb. And I go, What? <laughs> <laughs> they, like, loves to insult me. But dude, the problem I had with the Kiss fans, the first KISS cruise I ever did. I get on the boat, and I meet this girl who is the cruise director. She's she's upbeat. She's really peppy. She's the Julia McCoy mm-hmm. of, the, uh, Love of the Kiss Cruise. Yeah. And when she finds out who I am, she goes, wait a minute. Are you Craig? You're the comedian. You're the guy who does like, the, the voices with the family guy. <gasps> do you want to do a funny announcement on the ship tomorrow morning? And I went, oh, Yes. Let me ask you a question If I do an announcement, who's going to hear the announcement? And she goes, well if you want, we can flip a switch And it'll get piped into every cabin And I said, flip that switch
1: Yeah, because you know it's going to go to to the guys as well
4: I know exactly what I want everyone to wake up to tomorrow morning And the next morning, 3,000 of the biggest KISS fans in the world Wake up to Bing Bong Hey everybody, this is Paul Stanley And this is Gene Simmons from KISS, <laughs> and we have a very important announcement. Do not panic, but we have a very important announcement about the KISS cruise. It seems that the KISS cruise has just hit an iceberg. Now, when I said we've hit an iceberg, we're in the middle of no, the Bahamas right. when I said that. There's right. no reason yeah. for you as an intelligent person to go, This ship's going down, the ship's going down. But we're in the Bahamas. Do not panic, because KISS is going to take care of everybody. We actually have three packages to get you off, off the, of ship. the ship.
2: <laughs>
4: First, we have the platinum package. It's $5,000. We'll put you in a life raft. You have your own private photo taken with KISS. Then we have... The diamond package. Isn't that right, Paul? That's right. The diamond package. For $10,000 where <laughs> we throw you in the ocean with Tommy and Eric and KISS floats by on a raft. We do a private acoustic show. Everything I said was stupid yeah. and several passengers, several KISS fans went up to the employees and said, so KISS is going to charge us to get off the boat? They
1: actually <laughs>
2: believed
1: that KISS was standing at the exits. I'm surprised some people say, say, Bob, you're on the site right now.
0: Yeah. We did, remember I did a couple months ago, I did a. Uh, we did a Price, Price is right. right contest with Kiss Merchandise. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I want to play. Well, no, I haven't got it set up now, but I mean, I'll give you some. All right, let's can, go. What? Let's see, pick your category. Headwear, drinkwear, games, Zippos, totes, um, collectibles. Well, I'm a guy who likes to wear baseball hats, so I'll, I'll do hatwear. Okay, we're going to go to headwear, and this is for 500 Craig. All right, all right. Let's see here. We have you'll owe us five hundred dollars. This is awesome. Right. Uh, you know the weather's getting a little cooler. We've got the uh, the red kiss logo. Okay, on a
4: black beanie. Oh, that's easy. That's uh, I'm going to guess between ten and fifteen dollars. So we have to give an exact amount. Uh, yeah, without going over. I'll go twelve dollars. That's
1: thirty. Five dollars. Wow! You accidentally gave us what the street retail would be without the Jean Simmons
0: <laughs> yeah. markup. How You're can right. you be this? I, know, I think I
1: thought you were in the know. You know what
0: a regular bandana would cost you?
1: That's usually five to ten dollars. Fifteen at- to twenty. I don't see any bandana <laughs> under fifteen dollars. Now go to some of the big stuff. Go to go. Ask
0: I don't Craig think they about, have the. Um, you know
1: how they always have like uh, home uh, decor. I didn't know there was Kiss Home Decor, and they have like the 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 cornhole games and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Let me see if I can find that. Sometimes it's hard on there. Oh, games. Okay. Here we go. Games. Okay. All right. Let's see. Let's pick a good one here. Oh, 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 oh,
2: oh. oh.
0: well, your pick, I'm going to let you pick the, it's the, uh, end of the road or destroyer. Your choice in design beer pong
4: table. A uh, beer pong table. And that, that's just, I mean, it can't, cost more than $40, <laughs> right? Well, not unless it was $275. Wow. Yeah. How does that table look? Can I see the table? Yeah. yeah of it's course just- you can.
0: It's a folding table with the <laughs> oh, with some plastic man. applique. I don't even know if now, it comes
1: with the cups and the balls. Right now, you're thinking, well, that seems overpriced. But can I explain <laughs> something to you? At Thanksgiving, when Grandma when you, comes, when you right, pull that out, and you don't want to have to listen to her chew at your table because you know she does make a little noise, she breathes because of the septum and the and the dentures, whatever. You can put Grandma at the Destroyer beer pong table. It's a
4: multi use table that will save you yeah. from having to hang out with your family.
1: You can have uh, sex with a McDonald's woman instead of a filet mignon <laughs> woman. <laughs> so I don't, Actually, I don't think it'll support a McDonald's woman. So. I don't
0: know if you're going to get any FaceTime with Gene uh, in Austin, but if you do, you've got to fill him in on something called because I'm looking at their site, and he's missing a huge market, and I think Matt will know what I'm Is he aware that there's a thing called pickleball? And there is not any Kiss-branded pickle pickleball gear.
4: And right now, he would slay. Yeah, he would. And you, you take your cut. Yeah, I don't think he's going to let me have a cut of anything. Yeah, um, I know. He doesn't really like strike they have me, ping me pong as that. Who's playing ping pong anymore? It's y-
0: pickleball.
4: Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? You're also talking about Kiss. And, uh, and I, by the way, you, you made a mention this earlier. They are absolutely hanging it up. After seeing their plan was, I heard rumors they had had a, a deal in place to do a residency, but after seeing what happened to not only Steven Tyler but also to Bruce Springsteen, yeah, now all the talk in that camp has been, let's just end it. This is it. Let's just. What about the Sphere though? That puts a whole new. Uh, but can they sell ten thousand dollars or ten thousand seats a night? Actually, I think it's like fifteen thousand seats. Right? 17, uh, seventeen. Seventeen. I looked yeah, it up right. the other night. You're right. Yeah, it's seventeen thousand, and that's an amazing. I live in Vegas. I went to the second show for you two. That venue is insane. It, it's it's just you walk out of there going, "Well, now you can't you can't just do a regular show at this time." Right. No. I mean, it's like, there's no lighting rig. It's just everything. The whole I mean, thing. There was up. four sticks. Yeah, with four lights kind of pointed towards the middle, but the lights are the globe.
1: It's it's the sphere. Yeah, it, it's amazing. We're all thinking about. Getting tickets this afternoon, no, no, no. extending that residency. Uh, I never even thought I would pay money to go see two. but that, that looks incredible in there. It is amazing.
4: It is absolutely amazing. And it's not that hard to get tickets because U2 has throttled the resale tickets on Ticketmaster. If you try to resell your tickets, you cannot sell it for even a dollar over face price. You can only resell it for the face price. Oh. And they weren't letting people in the building who had bought tickets on StubHub. Really? Which is not being reported. But they wouldn't let people in who had bought tickets for StubHub. A friend of mine bought tickets on StubHub and spent $800 and they wouldn't let him in. And StubHub
1: was cool enough to give him his 800 back and a $200 credit. Well, StubHub's made a dollar or two over the years. Yeah. They've made a dollar or two over the years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they've the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, they've, and they've done that by putting. Fans of the opposing team right next to me during a game, and I have to listen to somebody else as my team loses to the opposing team. And somebody's in my section yelling, oh, God. Yeah, it's hard to be a Horns fan. Uh, Okay. Thank you so much for Uh, being here today. Thank you. Oh, we're we're, we're
4: God. We hands. went off course, man. I, I
1: know. No, well, there's not a course really with the show. We just <laughs> kind of start
4: talking in a direction. I wanted uh, to tell you guys the stories about living at Eddie Van Halen's house and opening for Metallica.
1: Um, yeah, there's a lot of. But to get, too. you're coming back. Just come back the next. time. I mean, look, y- 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 you've you've done you this. If they're us, gonna, you if they're do. gonna hang it up. Yeah, Whatever you're, <laughs> if they're gonna hang it up, you have to find a new band. What band is out there? It's touring too that much that, that we of, can get Craig to just learn the voice. Who's
3: Guns and Roses? They've been hot right now. We
1: don't know their voices though. Uh, like we know Gene. That's the thing. It's got to be somebody that you know their voice. Vince can't get it together enough to keep the tours going. But I would love to see you tour with Motley Crue because and there's, I'm assuming, can you, you do you do a, a Vince Neil? I don't think it would be that hard to do a Vince but I've actually opened for Motley Crue.
4: Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like if I story. kick you
1: in the nuts and punch you enough times, you can get... Because Vince, I know there's lots of fans out there, but Vince is having some off days with the singing right now. It's been uh, widely... Uh, but, you know, that could be a fun thing to... to harangue about as well. Or just learn our voices and make fun of us. Well the whole but show remember, remember we'll be hanging it up pretty soon too. <laughs> and it'll be because we got invited to a Mexican that's food restaurant. Right. <laughs> it's about. so funny you said that because that's what's hap- what happens here so it's, many it, times. Anytime that our bosses come down and say, hey do you, go, you guys want to do a lunch? No. We usually say no.
2: Because <laughs> you no. know it's going it's to be It's like here. that's
1: we know what yeah. you're lunch is always a way to soften a blow. And if you It's called the Bob Sugar. If you want to hurt us you have to do it like a man in our studio. Which wow. you will remind us is your studio, as you tell us to get the hell out. But it's like we're not going to Mexican food restaurants because we know what you do. The moment
4: I said that it was at a Mexican restaurant, it seemed like I hit a nerve. Oh you, no, did. you, did. you, you did. did. You absolutely did.
1: You absolutely did. That's Craig Gas. Get gas if you want to grab those tickets. Uh, that's happening Saturday. Roscoe's. R O Z C O, and it's a brand new place, and it's a really nice space. I haven't been in it, but I've been seeing my friends who are up on stage there. It looks really nice. That whole comedy show on
4: Saturday when you come out, it's making fun of Kiss. From beginning to end, the whole show is just making funny kiss at Roscoe's, and the tickets get gas with two s's dot com. Get if, gas
1: if you have.